Yeah. You got a song for us? No. Come on. I'm done with that. You want me to do one? It's a turn. I'm turning over a new leaf. Yeah, if you want to. If you. Yeah. Do. If you promise sure. to do a good job. Um, Fuck. <laughs> good thing you did that now. <laughs> Jen said to me today that mm-hmm. she's listening to the episode with the infant. She nannies, and they said we like your thing song. What? Wait, who who liked our theme song? J- Jen was listening to it with the infant that she nannies. Showing oh, up, showing they liked the theme podcast. song. Which which it, one was it? She liked. She said she liked me singing the thing theme song. Oh, she liked you singing yeah. the thing. Yeah. Interesting. But she hasn't heard any t- time that I've sang to compare it to. Well, I don't know if she has or not. Yeah, of course she has. But she didn't mention you. She just mentioned me. The niece, the, the person she babysits? Yeah, it's a small girl. Do you think maybe Jen, because you, she dates you, she forgot to tell she forgot to tell you about the compliments about me and only said the ones about you? Well, it seemed intentional. I don't know. <sighs> All right, listen, we're not even starting the episode yet. I think we have started. <sighs> God damn it. Did you just weasel me into not doing I a song? I think this is kind of... I mean, you can do a song. I didn't think of one. We can do it now, but you just said that you would do a song. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got one. Yeah, do it. Um. Stay woke. Stay woke. Podcasting strong. Stay woke. That's cool. All right. Yeah. Wow. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Lovely. That was. Do that one together. That was like a, a, some cool vibes. Yeah. Do you know what movie it was from? No. Get out. It's the song, Stay woke from Get Out. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't forget. It's really good. The only song, I, I watched. I watched it again. Oh recently. really? It's, the only song I remember is the beginning one that sounds like Goblin. Bro. Yeah, bro. That was really cool too. Yeah. Yeah, I um, think it's disrespectful to do it like that. But the I, I went to a Knicks game in the city in Manhattan for my dad's 60th the, uh, last week, mm-hmm. and the the f- Rod from Get Out was there, and they showed him on the jumbotron, and they, oh, nice. and they played uh, "Stay Woke." It was nice, cool. yeah. That movie's so good. I watched it again. I have a feeling we'll be talking about it. We probably will be talking about it. That's why I sang it. It's on a lot of cool lists. How, how are you? How have you been? I'm doing good. You know. Did you have a good New Year's? New Year's was good. Yeah, we uh we had a, a successful run of shows, and every show was sub zero loadout, freezing cold. We we played up on Mount Snow in Vermont at this place, uh, the Snow Barn. Oh damn! And um, yeah, loadout in like negative fourteen degree weather. It was not. That, People came that out cool. for the show. They spent their New Year's watching watching you guys partying. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. That was like the day before New Year's. It was packed. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, dude! It's uh, yeah, it was fun. That's cool. Do you have any resolutions? Um. You know, I I, uh, I I start a basis for I, I don't want to give myself a deadline. I'll just come up with some vague topics I want to improve on or vague, you know, things I want to improve in my life. And just have commitment issues kind of thing. No, it's not commitment. Issue. It seems like a commitment issue. Like you don't want to commit to any idea. No, it's more I don't want to have to, you know. Because you disappoint. Put myself in a box end. where I had. This is the one time of year I try to. You know, I can. I can better myself. Oh, I you're missed my resolution. Machine. Now I'm just gonna be a piece yeah. of shit for the rest of the year. Just, you're just a machine, always trying to do. Stuff. Always trying to improve. Always trying to be better. Okay. Yeah. My last. Because I'm not a pussy, so I. Oh, don't okay. Know. Oh, all right. Well, that's fine. How about you? I mean, mine were to smoke more cigarettes the past two years. Oh, that was, think, wait, no, that was mine. I think as, I did. That it. was mine as well. Oh, really? Yeah. We both w- smoked more cigarettes. I think probably. Well, my my goal was more to give off the. Uh, the impression. The impression. A lot of people think I smoke. You're a poser. And I don't. 
yeah. is the word. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A fraud. It's some, grade some A might poser. Say. Yeah, yeah someone say you're a fraud. This is grade A schoolyard. Just bullshit. Li- just lying. Yeah. 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 So people think you're cool. Yeah. Because I, whenever I do see you, I see you have a white T-shirt and you have the sleeve rolled up and right. there's a pack of marbs in it. Yeah, and it's, it's always empty. There's always just a fidget spinner in there. A fidget spinner and just a yeah. gram of weed. Yeah, that's, that's all, all I keep in the Marlboro. That's all you need. Yeah, it's the new cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, fidget spinners and smoking weed have the same effect, I think, as cigarettes on most people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you do them both at the same time, just mellows me out after yeah. a stressful day mm-hmm. of I think that's posting cool. on Facebook and stuff. It's a harsh world out there. Yeah, you gotta relax. It's been a hell of a year. Yeah, I mean, my uh, resolution this year is to to die. Nice. Yeah. I'm not uh, going to do it any myself. any specifics or at some point. No, to die. just you know, That's I think it. it's been a good run. I think the world's coming to a bad place, and yeah. uh, you know, I want to go out while I'm still young and beautiful. Yep. You know, I'm thinking maybe, maybe I like stop a meteor or something like that. They're like, they're like, oh, we need one person to go mm-hmm. out into space and you know, fire a bazooka. At the meteor, I'm like, Arma, you're you know to what? It's my time. No, this is a you want to be Ben Affleck. A, and no, Armageddon. this is an original, a different idea. Okay, for a thing, maybe more like Deep Impact. Yeah, well, except their no. plan was just to absorb the hit. Yeah, or if it's like, yeah, there's a plane coming for a couple buildings, and I see it, and I'm on the the roof of it. Maybe I'll dive off and okay. land on the windshield, and then they won't be able to see, and they'll miss the buildings, and they'll okay. fly into. Uh, big wall instead mm. i like could so. save the day like the guys are the uh, averted the plane crash in the pentagon that kind of thing exactly that's exactly how that played out i'm pretty sure so you just need yeah. you're not you need some giant disaster to I, avert I it in order their, to die yeah i mean so that might not i want to say i'm year. suicidal but i would like to die and have there be a statue of me for I don't think that's how suicidal. i die that's not that's not how suicidal people think well, I don't know. You know that's I mean? how great people think. They want to be remembered. Yeah, that's I guess how Julius so. Caesar thought. I'll be remembered. This stand-up comedy thing is just not work fast. It's not working fast enough. Right. You know, I don't have any fans. <laughs> you know, no one follows me on Twitter. So um, I, I'm really frustrated at this point, and I, I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, yeah. You must see yourself as uh, high up in your comedy peers, though. I, uh, referring to a Facebook post you made recently, saying. It's funny being all having all your friends on Facebook be comedians and none of them post anything funny or something to that effect. Yeah, this is why I'm better than them. You post pretty funny but stuff. But they don't respect me. You and Sarah post funnier things than any other comedian friends Thank I have. Thank you very much. I, yeah, yeah Sarah's, Sarah's wicked funny. She She's has very, very, very funny random thought posts. Yeah, we're, like a, we're like a comedy power couple. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah you really are. And it I feel inspiring. like we don't get the respect that we deserve, so, you know... If I have to drag Sarah into this kind of heroic situation, then I will. Yeah, she's kind of dragging you into it. A little yeah, bit. yeah, maybe. You know, a lot of pressure. Yeah. So, sure. I don't know. You guys should do a podcast. Me- yeah, we should do a podcast. Maybe about ways we could save the world. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or your rats. Rats, yeah, we just got two little rats. And uh, oh. I love them so much. <laughs> I love them so damn much. Their That's- names are Cricket and Potato. And uh, they are little sweeties from heaven, mm-hmm. and I kiss them and feed them bread. Yeah, that's what they eat bread. No, I just it's all I had right now. Well, I have a bunch of rat food, but like that's all I have really for some simple little treats. Okay, they don't just eat today. other rats. I mean, maybe they would yeah. if I maybe if I killed one in front of them, if they would eat the corpse. Or if you gave them pinkies, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, you should. Maybe I'll give them small snakes for them to eat. Yeah, don't turn them into cannibals unless you have to. Because you know about in Austin, obviously, you know, uh, 
the Rat King. Are you familiar with the rat, the concept of a Rat King? Yeah, that's my comedy introduction. The Rat King of Alston. That's what they say. Right. That's you. I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Okay. But no. But you know. But that's my brand. That you. But you. You will refer to the actual Rat King when you do that. Like do you know. Like about. I refer the, to me like me as the yourself king of the rats. as the King of the Rats. Okay. Yeah. yeah I've heard. But of I do know what a Rat King is. Yes. Right. I'm not gonna go around saying that name without researching yeah you know and everyone be, be like hey you just rat king and then they call me a fraud talk, like, well, like talk, you like you yeah. with cigarettes like i would right well talk uh, to explain what the rat king is to people well the rat king is basically when uh tons of rats they get together because rats often they travel in groups they sleep in rat ratty piles but they're all their tails get uh tangled up and connected and grow into each other and right. then they just become this giant uh connected blob of rats called the mm-hmm. rat king yeah it's been found in nature a few times. It's very rare. It's like the Mothman, kinda. You know. Really? I thought it just was a thing. I thought that, like behind Blanchard's that it was there just, was one just there. There. Yeah. I wish if there is one in Austin, I would like to meet it and pet it. Yeah. And talk to it. Hmm. Pick its brain. Yeah. Pick, pick its hive mind. Pick, <laughs> you know. Uh, do they be? Does it? Do they become a hive mind? I believe their brains all start thinking together through that's their tails. Pretty, I mean, that's some pretty advanced genetic shit. And they have one directive. And that's to make everyone Rat King. You know huh. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They just want to take over. I think this is a good horror movie concept. Yeah, Rat King. There's no, yeah, just Rat King. It could yeah. be about a, a, a comedian struggling with his fame in Alston. And uh, he's he finds a Rat King and relates because and he I refers make himself because he has two pet and rats. And he's like, <laughs> become one of us and I will grant you a wish. And, and yet yeah. you become their hot, you become like, you know. You uh, connected through their agent. hive mind. Yes, exactly. So you can do their bidding. They can see through your eyes and your experiences. An agent of rat destruction. Yeah, right, right. And you help them infiltrate and ultimately take over Alston. We'll do like cheese heists. Yeah. Hell yeah. Just overrun all the old uh, Korean barbecue places. Tear down all these condos. Yeah. It'll be like a class war. Yeah. Metaphor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take you down know? all the new yeah. giant fucking buildings that they're putting Bring up in seaport and stuff. Yeah. yeah, make the, make the seaport one giant sewer. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Batman Returns. Get a, little, get a little penguin on him. Yeah, yeah. Could strap dynamite to the rats I and set them loose cool. in, in downtown Boston. They yeah. just start blowing up all the construction sites. I guess more like, uh, is it just Rat King? Is that the name of the guy in Ninja Turtles? The rat guy? I don't know. Just a rat guy. Yeah, I know Turtles, who you mean. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what his name is. I think he's Rat King. Really? Yeah. All right. I don't know. Anyway, you that was a good pitch in, uh, we just came up with. But. What was it? Uh, Helicat Blues. That level. Mm-hmm. After that. In Turtles in Time. Yeah, yeah. You play Turtles in Time. We were talking about that today. Yeah, yeah. From Super my Nintendo toe! My toe! Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was a good one. It's a pretty cool game. Yep. Pizza Time. I like doing... It makes me feel good to do those noises. Yep. Also, uh, Street Fighter noises feel good. You know. You win. How do you get in? USA. Japan. Yeah. I, I like Blanca. it. I bet you played as Blanca. I did like Blanca, yeah. yeah Blanca was, was green. Cool. He looked alike, I feel. <laughs> you know? Yeah. As a child. You know? <laughs> children, <laughs> children can be cruel, as, as they a, probably were to Charlie Blanca before. As a s- small Brazilian monster. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to make it at Carnival. Yeah, But exactly. fights, you know, is, is that his backstory? Yeah. yeah. He's from Brazil. I know that. I didn't realize Blanca was... Uh, well, I guess so. I would think it'd be spelled with a C instead of a K. You know, well, it's more of a Hispanic because he's Brazilian. Yeah, to do the C. Um, because his episode or his level where you went to his place was um like it was like favelas. 
Yeah, it was like cool. a Brazilian like via, you know, it was like a villa. It was like a little Brazilian place, a hut. Cool. Got Tra- Brazilian barbecue and stuff in the background. Yep. I think that's cool. Um, I'm trying to see if they have any. Uh, Blanca's backstory, according to Wikipedia, is that he was once human, but after a plane crash in Brazil, he mutated, resulting in his green coloring and his ability to generate electricity. Blanca was generally well-received by critics and fans, becoming one of the most popular characters in the franchise. You can say that again, Wikipedia. So just after a plane crash, nothing special he just became, about it. He just yeah. became mutated. Just suffered tragedy. Yeah. yeah. After 9-11, Charlie Blanca <laughs> rose from the ashes. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's it, a superpower. It, it, it was 9-11, yeah. too. It <laughs> there are... <laughs> say that right there, as it's 9-11. Oh, uh, right yeah. Now. There should be uh, a 9-11, like, origin story for a superhero. Yeah, Blanca. I mean... I don't... <laughs> It's to be so insensitive yeah. to be like there was actually like some secret government stuff to to like do like uh, some loose change stuff, right? Like no, it, in it, comic books, except it, they had like nuclear or like testing some type of secret weapon in those planes, right? You know, it would be no Something more disrespectful happened. than World Trade Center with Nick Cage. Yeah, but, yeah probably not. Uh, yeah, but what was it? Pacific Flight uh, Thirty Two or whatever. United. United, whatever it was. You 92, know. Yeah. Either way, yeah. I'm sure the 9-11 movies aren't... Like, I can imagine the tone and what they do. Yes, you know? a Street Fighter 9-11 movie. <clears throat> they probably wouldn't land. I think it'd be a cool mashup. Yeah, it could be. Kind of like Rampage. Street Fighter X 9-11, the, the film. Street Fighter 9-11. By McGee. Oh, McGee would have to direct. Ryu is like the pilot. Hell yeah. Like, this is going down. How do you get? He takes out the terrorist. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, so wait, do they stop nine eleven? No, he could be like the Pentagon one. He's the guy that you know. It's like a dramatic um, reimagining. Okay, he with hy- fictional. He elements. hyper uppercuts a terrorist through, yes. out of the cockpit. Yeah, like through the roof of the plane, <laughs> right up to space. Yeah, hyper uppercut. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah, be an expensive. Only McGee could pull that off. Hell yeah! Then the planes starting to go down, but Dalsim, he's a terrorist and he's <laughs> yes. stretchy hands, <laughs> like and grabs the the yoke of the plane and yanks yeah. it up. Oh no! Wasn't yeah. the, the captain would be what, what was it? Cal, captain Falco or something? Guile. <laughs> Guile was the big military guy. He could be like, yeah. like we're gonna go oh, and get M- those M- terrorists. And Bison. And Bison uh, is, is it the big bad guy? The guy wasn't there a cap a captain? Guile. I thought Guile was like the captain. Guile was like the army guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait. What do you mean? Who else is a captain? I don't know. I thought there was a guy with a captain hat. Oh yeah. Well, that's uh, that's M Bison. The oh, okay. Guy. Yeah, He's yeah. All yeah. in red in the cape. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, M. Bison. Okay, totally. Yeah, yeah. So if M. Bison did nine eleven, you guys, there we go. That's it for that li- that riff. Nice, <laughs> good one. So we are here to do our second year in review hey. episode. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah, our second new year spent together doing doing this podcast. There we are on New Year's Eve together. Two years. Except it's not just so Eve. much success later. So much more money. We've gotten from the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're trying Fans. to stay, we're trying to stay down to earth, but it's um yeah when your podcast when you get mentioned on that uh honorable whatever iTunes list we were on oh in uh what what was that periodical <laughs> it has like anyway it really changed millions, <laughs> it has, like, it has like millions of Twitter followers it literally does uh, the English 
Oh, that one. The no, Guardian. Yeah. The Guardian. The Guardian. Sure. Yeah. The <laughs> no, yeah. I was thinking about when we were, yeah. oh, we were on the new and noteworthy list on iTunes. Oh, yeah. See, well, we have had a pretty oh, big year. The Guardian. We were in The Guardian, yeah. L- listen to us. That's we're cool. Being sarcastic and forgetting about our achievements. Looks like we made it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we've made it, um, and we're going to keep going. And now it's going to be like, th- from here on out, it's going to be more just like the shitty glossy sequel with a different director you didn't yeah, want. Yeah, we don't care anymore. Yeah. We've already had got your money. Right. We've got your subscriptions. You have your reviews. It's all about us just benefiting individually now. Yeah. It's not even about the podcast. We're just going to sit here and get fat. Drinking a Kasi wine filthy. until we're old. Old, old podcasting men. Yep. Filthy little deadheads. Yep. Little slave boys and girls. The king deadheads. The yep. king rat and the king deadhead. Yeah, that's king us. Deadhead. You're the king. Well, I wouldn't say you're more of a uh, a serf. I'm kind of more the king kind of thing. You're more of like an earl or a duke. I'm more you know like I mean? a dollism. It's it's dollism. <laughs> it's dollism. Right. He practices dollism. Sure. Is that the art of Ralph Dahl? Of practicing the lessons that he teaches you in his stories. It's uh, such the art as of stretching BFG your, and stretching the your Phantom Tollbooth and. Willy the, Wonka and the, the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, the big fucking guy. Okay, that's cool, man. The big fucking guy. Is, right. that, is that on your list of, <coughs> of top ten movies? Yeah, segueing in. My number one movie of 2016 was the BFG, the big fucking guy. Yeah, big fucking guy. Most unrealistic, but a good movie. I thought it was realistic, but that's just you thought it was one man's <laughs> opinion. Realistic, but, yeah. but bad. Yeah. I thought it was good, but unrealistic. Yeah, okay. Well, you know. Well, yin and yang. That's why, I, I guess, that's why this podcast is good. I guess let's get into our top 10 lists. Okay, so first let's just talk about uh, our top 10 overall yeah. of the year. You want to work... Uh, they, everyone works from the bottom to the top. Yeah, I like the bottom to the top. You know? Yeah. Build, build some drama. A slow reveal. Some suspense. Right. And we'll see... Slowly but surely, you know what overlaps. Yeah, for us here. So you you should give me give me your number ten first. My number ten on my top ten list of twenty seventeen was Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it was good. You know, there's something I don't know, like how many times I'm I really want to rewatch it, but yeah. it, it, I re, there were parts of it I really liked, and it was just a cool like survival horror, way better than I thought it was going to be. Stephen King very hot right now. Stephen King with, was hot this year. Yeah. Like he's back with with the it thing. They've been going. People yeah. are going crazy again, trying to make sure there was four Stephen King movies this year. Yeah, probably more. And he, and and ones that started like franchises and series. Yeah. This was the year of the king. Yeah, the year of the king. He's back again. Yeah. So he's, we'll see. I'm sure Stephen everyone's scrambling, especially because of it. People are going to be scrambling. I think to really start. Uh, making remaking movies that have happened. I think so too. And I think that isn't there a, I, a, a Pet Cemetery re- remake yep. might be in the works. Yeah, I think so. we talked. I think yeah. we we touched on that last time. But I think they are. They're yeah. definitely doing that. I won't be surprised if they like remake Salem's Lot and Cujo. Right. And, yeah, I mean they just remade Carrie like two years ago, yeah. right? Those movies are pretty yeah. dated at this yeah. point. I could I could do with a freshening up of some Stephen King. You know, Christine. Christine's pretty great, though. I don't want him to remake Christine. Yeah, that's kind of more that of a one time. that uh, works. Yeah. In, its, in its era, uh, Cujo could be a cool remake. I think. I don't know about you that. Know? What are they gonna do? A real dog? Are they gonna make like a CGI dog? They, well, they make a real dog. It's gonna be like Blue a House, puppet. and it's cool gonna be puppet. like a big CGI dog. Andy Circus as Cujo. <laughs> Yeah. Think yeah. about that. I think that that's pretty realistic. <laughs> I think it'd be, be, be a good movie. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I'm QJ. Yeah, he just talks. He's At the just, end, he talks. He's just super he's a, Andy Circus about it. Hell yeah. Hello. 
I'm <laughs> there's like you're like you don't you're a yeah. dog no there's like a scene <laughs> like in predator 2 where he's like holding the gun and the predator's like motherfucker <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like it'll be like that yeah. you know <laughs> just like one line out of nowhere yeah, yeah I, I would be into a kujo remake with andy circus cool so what was your uh number 10 my number 10 was a movie called super dark times mm. uh which is pretty good it was uh very limited theater release you can watch it on itunes now cool. it's got the kid from ozark who plays redneck in ozark i don't know if you watched that show. i haven't seen it um really good movie hmm. it's very much just like an indie thriller a lot of people classified it as horror i wouldn't hmm. but it is close well we'll see uh, if it's on your horror list and yeah. then we'll that'll be the that'll yeah. determine that kids fucking up kind of okay so what's it what's it called super dark times super dark times mm-hmm. cool music well shot well right, acted it's a it's a very interesting movie. I okay. don't want to spoil it for you because this is a movie. Like we'll spoil some stuff, but if I if I feel like sure not a lot of us have really seen it, then I don't really want to talk about it too much. I agree. I think yeah. we, this this episode will be good for recommendations to yeah. people. So let's not get into spoiler mm-hmm. territory. Um, okay, cool. So that's your number ten. Super dark times. Um, number nine for me was a documentary that I think I talked about on the podcast called Seventy Eight Fifty Two Hitchcock Shower Scene. Oh, someone watched that. Yeah. I don't write this, that down, too. Yeah. Um, We're just going to keep recommending shit to each other on this. Yeah. Episode, I think. I'm, I'm data logging. That's this. the entire name. It's called 78 slash 52 Hitchcock Shower Scene. Yeah, but if you okay. just look up Hitchcock Shower Scene. Um, this is, a, you, you can, I think, get it on, like, Amazon, maybe iTunes. I mm-hmm. think I just got it on, like, On Demand on um, Xfinity. Um, but I've been excited about this. I mentioned this, like, a while ago when I heard about it on a horror, this other horror movie podcast about it. Um, premiering at Sundance <clears throat> and I hadn't heard anything since and then I just saw it noticed that it was available and it's really cool I mean it's like for anybody who's into Hitchcock it's definitely a must-see you know it, it's about Hitchcock in general but specifically Psycho and specifically that one scene and just about how that shit was just so taboo when it came out and just the shot of a toilet flushing you know but, Can't that. disgusting yeah it's ho- that's horrific it's like saw but um, it, it's really interesting. Anybody that's into Hitchcock, watch it. If you're not into Hitchcock, you know, it's like I don't think this was on many other people's top ten movie list. <laughs> like, I, if you're not into Hitchcock, you probably wouldn't find it that interesting. But. It's interesting because I listen. I remember I told you about that podcast they did about Psycho recently. Like, I, I, I listened like to last it. Last year. They talked a lot to about it. that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, Crazy. Man and a woman in the same bed. Right. It's just like. No, 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 no. Right. The first like, scene of the movie is like yeah. after sex. That women, was a very. Yeah, men and women don't have sex with each other right yeah it was a very taboo movie and like hitchcock is just a weird guy man like he thought he was just like like fucking with everybody with that movie like he made it as like a joke you know he just wanted to kind of push the limit and like push people's buttons and have this crazy twist reveal it's interesting ended up being near perfect yeah and yeah just i mean it was like the marketing behind it was so cool they had giant banners everywhere he had this like poster that was like nobody will be admitted to psycho after the beginning (laughs) <laughs> of the movie and that was like a whole thing you couldn't go in after it started um i did a dj mix called uh psycho casual people can check out. i pl- shamelessly oh, yeah. plugged it in my top 10 list i post on on facebook and some other places but bernard herman's a god yeah it's it's like an homage to bernard herman but it's all like it's got friday 13 samples in there and stuff but yeah i mean dude the music the ding, dude ding, it's so fucking insane cool. yeah insane so yeah it's uh yeah hitchcock sharing yeah what's uh what's your number nine uh my number nine is the void um we Very both nice. watched The Void. The Void was fantastic. Great yeah. movie, practical effects. Yeah. Uh, amazing pacing, mm-hmm. good acting. And, like, I I mean, I already said it, but this, the practical special effects in this movie are, they're great. 
They're great. It yeah. very much reminds me of The Thing. Because it was made by two guys that do practical effects. Yeah, yeah. And they they really showcase it really well uh, yeah. with the plot. It's kind of kinda like Hellraiser mm-hmm. meets, uh, meets The Thing. It's got The Thing. It's, and it's so even got that. some serial yeah. killer kind of vibes. Yeah. It's a lot of different horror elements that really blend well together. Yeah. It's a good little movie. You should check it out 100%. If yeah. you like horror, please watch The Void. And if you like it's The Thing. It's on Netflix still, I think. Is it? I think cool. it's still on Netflix. Um, I don't know why that's not, um, or I'll tell you why it's not on my top 10 list. It would have been. I forgot it came out this year. It's on my top 10 horror movie list, oh, which I had put together oh, more recently. Enough. But I would honestly replace Gerald's Game probably with, with The Void. Yeah. Um, I was. I, that's a superior horror movie. But, I, but Gerald's Game would just be at like the 11 spot. I still like it. And I think, I think that's only the... Uh, that's only the second horror movie that's in my top ten, I think. A yeah, lot of other I, good yeah. movies in your regular top ten. I, I have, I have three. Okay. Well, yeah, right. we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. All right, eight. Give me your eight. Eight, Logan. I got. Logan. Logan's an honorable mention for me. I have to okay. end my honorable yeah. mentions here. Yeah. Um, um, I've seen it twice. You know, the thing I wasn't really big into the X Men movies, and I still don't really like them. I don't like the X Men movies either. X Men yeah. is my favorite uh, yeah. Marvel property. I grew right. up just religiously reading the x-men yeah i read the comics so but wolverine's the yeah, best i don't know the movies are kind of whatever yeah brian singer just there's a very just like vanilla it's too governmenty and stuff and like yeah. too political and shit it's not that brian singer is a boy rapist either is he now oh yeah all right oh very much well, so. yeah. well that means yeah. we won't get any more superhero movies from him at least yeah but um logan is like far and away the best x-men movie um, it's like a bummer they didn't rate more of them R. <laughs> because it really is because Deadpool and yeah. Logan, I think, are the two best. Right. And they, yeah, and then both yes, are. that's true, Deadpool. But I think that's a good sign uh, for superhero movies for them to be able to take that kind of hint, yeah, and at least maybe do a little more fringier stuff with yeah. uh, rated R. Yeah, movies because you can really make something cool. People really talk shit about rated R uh, for certain properties like that. Like my mom. Was I'm sure she's listening, Mom? You were going off on uh, how Quentin Tarantino wants to direct the next Star Trek film. Yeah, I've heard about that. And how it's going to be rated R. Uh-huh. And you know, I don't know how well he'll do with Star Trek. We'll see. But I'd be interested you know, to see that. Rated R. It really takes away um, any type of fetters that you have. I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of like any constrictions that you yeah. have. It really just gives you a lot more freedom, whether or not yeah. it's really going to be that fucked up or not family oriented. Mm-hmm. I think is kind of in a side. It, it really just frees you to to not have to Absolutely. cut things that you yeah. want to do and try to make the movie that you want to make. Hundred percent, I I completely agree, and I think that the age restriction to seeing R-rated movies is first off bullshit. Yeah. Um, second, it's, I went to see R-rated movies with my parents when, before I was what, si- is it 16 you have to be? 17. Seven, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, if you, you, first off, you can just get an adult to buy two tickets easily and yeah. get, nobody's checking this shit. And second off, if you're old enough and and resourceful enough to get in, uh, then you're smart yeah. enough and, and I think you're ready to see some boobs and yeah. hear fuck. If, yeah, like, if you're <laughs> clever enough to sneak into a movie, then you can absolutely can take yeah. A movie. I don't know. It, the shit all, kids see on, on the news ratings, and on TV. Ratings P- are such garbage. Kids can watch The Walking Dead, where they what? got a guy's eyeball hanging out. But like, you know, you can't see a movie that with like that uses the word shit more than like a certain amount of times. The MPAA so is such a garbage company. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, have you watched joke. this film? Has not yet been rated. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, amazing documentary about that. the MPA is. It's a bunch of old crusty fucks who are at, have no out of touch. relevance. Yeah. 
Yeah. Same thing with FCC. Like, what the fuck does the FCC even do anymore? Who They're wants them? Who, Who cares do they if exist someone for? swears on the radio? <laughs> like, SNL, like, last week, Sam Rockwell dropped an F-bomb, and, like, they're all over him about it, and, and oh, SNL God. and shit, and, like... He'll like, never come back. Like, who cares? Like, as long as they're not swearing at 10 in the morning on Saturday morning cartoons, like, who gives a shit? And even, like, what's gonna happen? I don't know. Right. I don't know. You can say slippery slope, I guess, with language, but I, mean, I just make sure no one calls someone like a, like, talk about skull fucking uh, a cunt baby to death or something. Yeah, you it's know? like a Rob Zombie but, you know, if they drop, you know, you drop an occasional swear, no one's gonna burn. I mean, there's hard down, R, and know? there's you know, it's a parents, yeah. but parents can feel free to use their discretion. And if you That's trust true. your kid, and you're yeah. like, hey, like, I don't think you should be watching this shit, you know. I mean, that probably doesn't work most of the time. But just use discretion, no. have control, no. but you can't control what what your kids are gonna see, you know. Yeah. And neither should, and nobody should try. You should also try to have honest expectations about how things are going to affect someone. Right. Yeah. Did you see? Have you seen the new season of Black Mirror? I have, yeah. He's in the episode Jodie Foster directed it, uh, where they can. Um, she takes away like she can edit things that her daughter sees. She gets an implant in her head, and if she hears like uh, violence yeah. or blood, she blurs yeah. it out. So mm-hmm. she, her daughter is really sheltered. exactly yeah. great episode. Yeah, that's a perfect kind of uh, commentary on that. Yeah, did you like the new season? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I I thought the season three was stronger though. Same, absolutely. Yeah, I thought season, season three, three was great. Had some the the episodes were darker and a bit more intense. <clears throat> but this one, it, they, I, they couldn't keep pushing that intensity, so it was still really, really good. What was your favorite episode this season? I, the last one, I thought. The Black Museum one. Black Museum was cool. Just thought there was the most shit going on there. I really liked the yeah. Metalhead one, though. I'm Metal sure you liked that favorite. one. Yeah. Black, yeah, that was great. Black and white, yeah, it was the great. robots. It was cool. Yeah, it looked so, really and, cool. Uh, not really a type of sanctimonious message pressing episode. No. Kind of just a regular, just like... yeah. Action thriller. I think there's like one of those episode. in every season they do, and those. I guess that's like true. The black Mostly sheep they're trying to say be like, uh, what if the uh, the computer was president? Yeah, it's just yeah. like you know the internet. It's technology, was, was fucking uh, apocalyptic dystopia. Yeah, which I get it. I like how they're doing a through line of kind of like the cookie yeah. thing, and like this is actually just it's kind of one world for most of the it. continuity is yeah. is is stronger now. Yeah. yeah, like season two, it was kind of like every episode was very different. Now it's following like a similar timeline. It seems like they're talking about making a show out of the first episode, the USS Callister, oh, which I thought was I thought was a wait good oh, oh 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 sorry the, the first one of of this season. Yes, oh, I yes. really like the Star Trek. Yeah, that's my second favorite. That was great. One. Yeah, me too. Not what I expected. No, from I the really trailers. liked it. A lot yeah, of people were kind of. I heard people complaining about it. I, I thought it was it. great. Yeah, I thought it was a great one. Yeah, that was that was yeah yeah that one in Black Museum were my favorites. That one was really cool. Black Mirror is cool, man. Yep, it is very cool. Anybody who hasn't checked we, out the new season. We need more types of like, well, I guess they try all the time for like a Twilight Zone-ish yeah. types of shows, but not a lot of them like really X-Files, work or out. X-Files isn't so much. It's not, that's, it's got more you know, continuity. That's more like Monster of the Week arc kind of right. thing. Um, but right, just yeah. type of, just anthology shows. Yeah, they're great. I know, I, w- I wish there were more of them. Just self-contained stories. Give them like an hour or however much time they want to fill. That's right. the great thing about Netflix. They don't have to all be the same. I, I like that know? about Black Mirror too. I mean, some episodes are like 45 minutes yeah. and some are like an hour and 10. Yeah. So the, the, the meteor, they don't have to confine it to like 60 like minutes. Like the last episode of last season was movie length. It was um, like an hour 40 with the robot bees. Which is amazing. The robot bees? Yeah. It's got the, the girl from, she's the lady from... Uh, Train spotting, and really, oh yeah, I saw it. Yeah, you never saw that. Maybe not. 
There were a couple episodes yeah. that I may, might have not seen. There's like murders where people are like scratching their throats and heads out. You know? No, oh, I gotta check that out. It's the best one. Oh shit! The season finale of season three okay. is amazing. You have to watch. How have it. I not seen it? Yeah, yeah okay. it's like an hour thirty, hour forty. Oh, all right, it's yeah, great. I'll watch it. Better than most movies. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, it's crazy. I, I would think so. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, back to yeah, back to the list. The list. Uh, all right, number eight. My number eight is Fast and Furious Eight. The fate, nice. of, fate of the Furious. Cool. I love Fast and Furious. Yep. Uh, I think a lot of people don't understand Fast and Furious because, I mean, it, it is what it is. But yeah. it, it's one of the franchises that really understands what it is completely. It's not trying to be anything else. It's not taking itself it too, caters to too its seriously. Fans well. Yeah, it's just going to be like an insane, fun, over-the-top action movie. Yeah. It's like really cool to watch. Like I, I love them so much. I have never seen them. I still, I, I'm gonna watch really? them on your recommendation. I still want it, to. It, I want to watch all of them. It, it starts <laughs> off. It's a little hard to start off because I don't think they ever kind of. I don't think they really understood what they were until four. Okay. The first three are a little self serious and a little corny. Yeah. But but still fun. But once they hit four, they're like, okay, we get it now. Yeah. And then from then on, it's kind of just, just over the top. Right. More meta. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I don't want to just yeah. watch a random one. Like I want to watch the entire series in like a couple days. You know? Yeah, yeah, all eight. yeah. They all re- like all the characters are in, in each other. They all are referencing each other. A lot of people come back and go out. And, right. You know, but it's great. It's just last the the last three have been just amazing. This one was was this one your favorite? No, I think seven was my favorite. The last one. Uh. So, Five or seven, I think, mm-hmm. are my favorites. Cool. They're pretty great. Nice. Vin Diesel. Love the man. And in the last one, Pitch Black. when Paul when Paul Walker died, it, they treated it so like tastefully, kind of the way. It, mm. it made me cry. Wow. In the end, everyone was like cheering the whole time in the theater. Yeah. And then at the end, everyone was just like sniffling. Just wow. everyone in the theater was crying. People took the Paul and, Walker death yeah. hard because he doesn't die in the movie. I mean, I guess that's probably you've probably seen it by now, but it's not okay. spoiler. But it, just the way they treated it, because you know he's dead, and the way they're right. kind of honoring him in the movie, like when the movie ends, yeah, like, it makes it makes you cry. Does he float in space? Yeah, they send him up. They, he takes a car into space. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. He's cool. I'll see though. Then, all right, uh, my number seven is Thor Ragnarok. Ragnars. Um, I haven't seen Ragnar, it yet. God damn it. I want to really bad. Yeah, it's Especially awesome. because it's by, uh, what's his name? The guy who did uh, What We Do in the Shadows and yeah. stuff like that. that He's a director. comedy director. It's and I hear so, it's very it's funny. It's so funny, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like Logan, I would say, you know, is like a superior movie. But I saw Logan twice, and like the second time, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's still, it's really good." Oh, but way Thor, more of a bummer. Yeah, I did <laughs> exactly. Movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But Thor, I'm like super excited to see again. I can't wait yeah. till it comes out, man. I mean, just the music, the guy from Devo did it. The score is awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. It's sick. It's a sick like synthy retro score. It's just hilarious. Like Thor is like the funniest Marvel character. Like Downey, you just enough with just like quick, 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 uh, rocket, yeah, quick, I can't quick, stand rocket, that rocket, shit. joke, rocket. It's just like. It gets fucking old, but like Thor is legit hilarious in this movie. Like Hulk is a little bit. That's like the one that sometimes you're like, "Me Hulk, me dumb," and it's a little yeah, stupid. Caveman and, jokes. Yeah, it's a little dumb. Yeah. But it like the moments with him and like Mark Ruffalo is like Bruce Banner are really funny and cool. And yeah, 
and there's like weird New Zealand humor in it. It's great. Yeah, he's great because he did uh, Fly the Concords too. Right? Yeah, he directed yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that shit. He, I, I love Fly oh, the Concords. So, yeah. yeah, the awesome. first season, and uh, I love what we do in the shadows. So much. I, st- I really need to see it. You I, haven't seen I, it? I never said so many people it's recommend so it. It's so funny. It's I'm gonna great. see it. It's great. It's a horror comedy. You know. Yeah. They got uh, that guy who plays Murray Rice Darby. He plays. Uh, oh yeah, Murray. Uh, he, <laughs> He's my. He plays uh, uh, the leader of the werewolves. Murray Prison. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in Jermaine. Yeah. Uh, Clement is. Uh, yeah. Like basically Vlad the Impaler. Oh, okay, He's cool. Awesome. I didn't. So they're all in it. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Yeah, the, uh, Brett is not, but yeah, but those guys are. Who cares? Yeah, Brett. Sorry, sorry about your career, buddy. Cool, but yeah. Th- uh, so Thor Thor Ragnarok is my number seven. It's awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, my number seven is John Wick Two. Not you know, I just watched the end of it the other day with my uncle and my brother. What did you think? I mean, it was it was entertaining. I I literally was like, they were like, you might not want to watch this. It's the end, and I was like, I, I was like, has it has Keanu Reeves shot a bunch of people? Like, yeah, oh, I think, yeah. I feel like I'm up to speed. John Wick rules. It's yeah. just like yeah, the first one's like, my dad yeah. loves that movie. It's uh, the John Wick movies are directed by uh these two guys that were basically stunt coordinators. For their entire lives. Oh, cool. Okay. And decided just like fuck this, we're gonna direct a movie, and they're just like super stylized, pretty simple plot movies with just like really great action. And Keanu Reeves, yeah, the is action great sequences are, are look great. They they look so real, like they yeah. feel falling and hurting themselves, and like the way John Wick is, John Wick. Everyone's just afraid of him, and he's just yeah. chest head, chest right. head, yeah. just like, <laughs> right, right, just right, like right. T- double. He double taps fucking everyone in a room oh, in like a awesome. second. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I I, I do um, want to watch the whole thing. Uh, one of the guys who directed, because I think it's two guys, just directed that Atomic Blonde movie. Yeah, uh, which I, I watched, that. which is not on my top ten list no. this year, but it was a decent enough movie. Uh, yeah, I know? heard. I, I I didn't hear anybody like enthusiastically talk about it. It, it seems like okay. a fun action. The, the movie. music and stuff was pretty cool. Yeah. Like it was a very stylized movie. Yeah. They really know how to really stylize their films in a very interesting and cool way. But mm-hmm. it wasn't that. Um, it was. It didn't get me as excited. It was yeah, wasn't like, wasn't top ten material. Yeah, Charlie Theron. Uh, I was talking to my mom about this too. We're talking about Charlie Theron. She kind of just plays the same person. In yeah. Everything. Yeah. Just like some cold, vindictive. Yeah woman she's just always got resting and, bitch face yeah and especially for a, a woman as an action star i think i think the way you want to do it is not try to make them just the replacement of a male like she's just the same as like a dude just like just tough just drinking whiskey she fucks a chick right like it's the same thing like kill bill i think is the idea of a. Uh, of like a woman action star, yeah, yeah, where totally. it's just like yeah, Uma Thurman st- kicks so much ass. A fucking that. still just not. It's not just a, a part written for a dude, where it's a woman. Like she's a f- right. She's her own thing. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Charlie Theron's yeah. always in like kind of a masculine role. Kind of sometimes. Yeah. I mean, she you know obviously she is great. Like um, in Mad Max, she's really cool, but she's just kind of like scowling the whole time. It's kind of one note. Yeah, she's just kind of. I mean, a little bit. She's good. Just she's playing good. a sour like person. Enough, but but she, yeah, she's always she's always like a little bit salty. Yeah. Kind of like Angelina Jolie, she's usually salty. Yeah, yeah salty action babes, salty action babies. Um, all right, number six. Yes, for me it was SW, Last Jedi. Hey, did you make my top ten? Didn't make your top ten. Didn't make my top. How 10. How many times did you see it? Once. Once. I do want to watch it again. Yeah, I think it's necessary. We won't get into it yet. Maybe in the next one. Maybe when it comes yep. out on video, we can get into it. Whatever. 
I don't care, and we don't have to get into it. I I, I guess I'm kind of my, over my feelings for it. I've but. had enough of hearing people's opinions on Star are on it. It's like yeah, you like it or you don't. Who fucking cares? That's but, fair enough. But for me, yeah, I thought it was awesome. I thought like it was a totally fresh take on it. Like I just my, I don't get people's complaints with it. It's like Force Awakens. Everyone's like, oh, it's awesome, and then they're like, oh, it's too much like the originals. And then last year, you're like, oh, this is too original. This is too much. This is weird. I'm not used to this. It's like, well, what the fuck you want out of a Star Wars movie? Rogue One. That's what I want, dude. Fuck that. Everybody who talks about if Rogue One is your favorite Star Wars movie, then you don't get what a Star Wars movie is. It's not my favorite Star Wars movie. It's my yeah, favorite yeah. new Star Wars but movie. But people say that to me you all know? the time, and I'm like, Rogue One is your favorite. Favorite you, overall? You, you think Rogue One is better than The Empire Strikes Back. Blech. It's like, you're, uh, you're just wrong if yeah. you think that. It's just not a Star Wars movie. It's awesome. The action sequences, it's so cool to see the like machinery and the mechanics of that world in this new like perspective, but like you don't give a shit about any character. Every character is just kind of bitching at each other the entire time. Um, you got Forrest. Really, <gasps> I hate I give, everyone. I give, I, well, I didn't give a shit about Forrest Whitaker, but I liked the main crew. I liked the robot, especially. The ro- oh, robot was my favorite. I, I liked the uh, robot was I funny. Liked, uh, whatever her name is, the main character. Yeah, uh, and then the, yeah, the she, two she Asian cool. guys. Um, but you know what I mean? They like none of them liked each other. They the 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 the, the coolest part was the uh, yeah the 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 two Asian guys. The guy. Um, oh, Ip Man. What's his name? Yeah. He's Woo, like, Woo, he, didn't, Woo was his last I name. don't know, but he's great. I, I like the whole yeah, like Jedi ninja concept and using the Force and so yeah. I mean, there oh was cool God. concepts in it, which is but it wasn't a Star Wars movie. The, like this, the Last Jedi was a different Star Wars movie, but it was a Star Wars movie. Like you had Luke Skywalker in it. Like that, you talk about the Force, you talk about conflict and redemption and what are people going to do and how do people shaping their own fate and it it like taps into deep Star Wars concepts that I dug. <laughs> I want that, but I think we need to get away. Once they do the next movie, I think they need to get away from this timeline. I think they need to. Do, well, they're like, doing one more. There's the next one. Is the yeah, last the one in the trilogy. One, but and that's I bet they'll still keep going. Well, of you course, but I mean? they're going to start but, a new but, trilogy. But like, I wish they would do it. Like maybe way in the future or way in the past. I yeah. want them to get away from this entire mm-hmm. just area. Like I love the world of Star Wars, but I, I think the, the connection to this ongoing plot that we've had needs to just be completely severed. Well, I mean, that was... Like, even even with these new characters, they're still too close to just everything that's happened. Patience, you know? young Padawan. Yeah. That will happen. That'll be the next trilogy. I hope so. I, I mean, I that, they do, like, Old Republic. But that was kind of the point of this one, was, like, was let the past die, move, you know? That was, like, a theme mm. in kind of this one. It's, like, let go of, like, all the nostalgic shit. Yeah, just accept that this is a new phase in Star Wars, you know? <sighs> that's a big thing with me, though, is I don't think... I think they paused a lot of those ideas in that movie, but don't commit to them. Mm. Yeah, they didn't commit to a lot that happened in, in Force Awakens, but this one set out kind of I, a new agenda, I think, and, I, and did do it. I, we'll, we'll talk about this off mic or another... Sure. Yeah, no, yeah we, we won't do spoilers another for time. any nerds out there who haven't seen it yet. But I got just getting a feeling in you. Just go see it. But it's funny. It's cool. It's um. It's number six mm-hmm. on my list. <laughs> What's uh, yours? Okay, six for me is Lady Bird. Oh, nice. I haven't seen this. Lady Bird is great. It's yeah, a great movie. Yeah, it's I really a. See it. It's kind of a, a a clever, good movie. Like clever writing, great acting, uh, coming of age, mm-hmm. like a dark comedy kind of thing. Right. And it was, it was written by. It was a, very enjoyable this, watch. This, this playwright chick. She's she seems. Uh, cool. Greta Gertwig. Yeah, yeah that's. I think her name. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Cool. Very uh, sharply uh, written, mm. I think. Yeah. Great scripts. Um, and yeah, I, oh, whatever her name is, CRZ Rowan, I think, is her name. But she, she won. She's the she lead. Just won, yeah, she won like a, a Golden Globe for it, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Um, 
She was great. It won a couple of Golden Globes. I think. It did. I, you know, I she was a great actress, but still, my heart is with uh, Sally Hawkins, who we'll talk about. I bet in yeah. a bit for yeah. uh, all the awards. I think she deserved all the awards that would possibly go to her. Well, there's still ho- hopefully in the Oscar. I would love to see her win something. Hopefully, hopefully. she won't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But, I don't yeah know. She should. Okay. Uh, all right. Top five. Then point. we're getting into the top yeah. five terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, five for me was it. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was it was exciting that it was just like a a, a good he, big mainstream horror movie. You know, I don't know if it was necessarily the fifth best movie of the year for me, but it was symbolically I wanted to put it in the top five because yeah. that's just cool to have a new a horror movie be as successful as it was and have it be like smart and well written and good. I str- it I struggled with it on my list. Yeah, I love the movie. I love it a lot, but it didn't it didn't make my top ten. Hmm. Uh, just after thinking about all the other movies, like compared to it, like it's a great movie, but it is also kind of just a movie, just a regular good movie. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these other movies that came out this year have a little bit more of something special going on for it mm-hmm. than that. Um, it's so weird talking about this movie that's named it and oh, yeah, trying to say the word. It's better than it, but I'm also we've done that a lot. Like, that yeah, that yeah, got confusing me, on our. It makes me feel weird in my brain when I'm saying it. I don't like it. Yeah, you don't yes, like it. I don't like it, so I'm not going to talk about so it. Let's anymore. stop talking about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> but I do like it. That's enough of it. I do like. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't like that. Yeah. All right. Well, it makes me feel weird. Yeah. Well, Stephen King's it. Yeah. Why don't we just call that every time? S K it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought I thought the the kids were really funny. You know, I mean, it's like kind of like Stranger Things and shit. I, I I'm enjoying the kind of more retro, like well written, like you know, kid, group of kid dynamic that was kind of big this year. And um, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it didn't. It tried hard to be a horror one, whereas like the original miniseries is cool because it's just creepy. It's not trying to mm-hmm. be. You know, this one tries and it, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. But like that, the first scene was great. I think with the kid with the sailboat yeah, and the absolutely. It was just a, it was cool. I'm I'm look. I saw it twice in theaters. Um, and I'm. Um, I think it's available now. So golden I age of kid actors. Yeah, it is. They really are better than the kids in the miniseries. I don't want to change. Well, those kids are all going to grow up one day and be a little Leonardo. Yeah, maybe there's Clooney's. a lower expectation of child acting back then, but I don't know where we're finding. Yeah, like all of a sudden, I feel like in the past ten years, I, I'd like, love to see we, Tom we, Hanks in a young kid. Kid role. actors are amazing. Remember, yeah. Imagine Tom we, Hanks. I mean, kid, I don't know. I mean, Haley Joel Osment is the youngest kid I can think of, like, like, well, per, like, kid actor. Right. That was, I personally thought was very good. Yeah, when he got shanked, very, and very forward. compelling. Yeah, I liked watching him die. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Anyway, it number five. Yeah, for spoiler me. alert. <laughs> also for pay it forward. <laughs> He dies in the end. He gets stabbed by some Haley Joel Osment gets shanked yeah. in the schoolyard. He basically acts like an angel for the whole movie, and yeah. then what does he get for it? A uh, knife in the gut yeah. as a child. Good horror movie. Yeah. Pay it forward. <laughs> Pay it forward, baby. One of Helen Hunt's best yeah, horror movies. You feel bad? Watch that film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. James Wan directed. Yeah, James Wan. <laughs> Bloomhouse. Pay it forward. <laughs> remake. <laughs> it starts with the beginning. It starts with Haley Joel getting stabbed. Yeah, and then he comes, comes back, back as a like he, demonic kid yeah, to haunt so everyone. He's Pay a, it forward, bitch. Puppet now. Yeah. I don't know. Demonic. Pay it forward. <sighs> Bloomhouse. We'll talk about that in our things to come. In our, in our horror movie. Oh, boy. List. Okay. oh, yeah. Did we say we're going to do two lists? Yeah, we're going to do this and horror, and then we're going to do uh, things that will be coming out in 2018. 
Yeah, that's our agenda. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your number five? My number five is Disaster Artist. Nice. I didn't see it. Great. Yeah, yeah. Are you a room guy? I've never you seen like it. The room? You've never seen The Room? No. So you, I feel like you really have to beforehand. Yeah, that's what I heard. Watch it I don't have time to watch. I don't have time to watch two movies, man. Either way. You know, I was like, oh, you, you got to watch this one, but you got to watch this one first. I don't have time. But I've been a big fan of The Room for a long time. Some people will talk shit okay. about that. Some people think that's a weird, I don't know, hacky thing. But I think Room, The Room is truly, it's just the best bad movie. It's just so perfectly, uh, it's serendipitous. It's what it is, of what the room is. It, it's a wildly bad movie, and this is a great movie just about it. And and James Franco plays Tommy Wiseau so well. And do you think it's going to win any awards? It already has. I mean, uh, any Academy Awards? I don't know. I would love to Maybe. see Seth Rogen or James Franco get an Oscar, though. They haven't I like won that. anything, have they? They usually boycott. Seth Rogen's like, wow, yeah. I didn't expect to win. I'm stoned. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I do I do not like that because I think they've... Bo- I'm so high. They've, <laughs> they've boycotted that the past two, and now that they're like maybe darlings for it then they're like oh well i guess oh they boycotted I'll, it I'll, I'll go yeah yeah cool guys <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not we gonna go. like, smoked oh, oh, we what? smoked pot yeah instead. oh what, what movies did you have in the running for awards <laughs> even though you were invited oh pineapple express was that gonna right. was that gonna win <laughs> i don't know yeah uh yeah but now they are nominated so this like, is yeah, the we'll, end we'll was nominated we'll for best up. picture i think two years ago really no <laughs> okay <laughs> Craig Davidson, best, best supporting actor. Well, that's comedy, maybe. I don't know. No. I don't know how many comedies come out a year. Yeah. Who knows, man? Um, but but yeah, it's great. It made me cry in the end. Okay, I, I I'm excited to see it. It's good. It yep. humanizes Tommy in a weird way. It's it's a good movie. Okay, cool. Disaster artist. Mm-hmm. What's your um, number five? Well, so my five is it, but then my number four is The Shape of Water, baby. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. You saw it number too four, recently. You're right? number four. It's my number four also. Really? Oh, yeah. well, this is easy, mm-hmm. so we can talk about yeah. it. All right, let's both say our opinions on it at the same time. One, Guillermo, two, three. <laughs> Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I think it's his yeah, best it's probably movie. his best made movie, yeah. I saw this with my mom in theaters. Shout out to my mom. It was, it was great. Oh, yeah. Uh, really, really nice, good, good, different tone for him, but just it's like that one set looked really good, fun, cool fantasy. Well, it's not fun. It's really fucking dark and intense and like visceral. Yeah. But that's Guillermo for you. Uh, Sally Hawkins. She's great, yeah. Amazing. Uh, she plays a woman who can't speak. She's mute. Yeah. But just somehow just acts the shit out of this movie. Yeah. She's amazing. Michael Shannon uh, I rules. love Michael Shannon. He's such a good villain. He always kills it, though, yeah, really. Michael Shannon's pretty great. And and the way that he just unhinges in the movie is yeah. so fun to watch him just unravel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, what's the guy's name who plays uh, her gay neighbor, who is her best friend? Oh, Richard Hawkins. Richard Hawkins. He was He's great. great too. Yeah. All uh, the acting is and like is him great kind of being like the vector of like the narrator kind of. Right. It, it it's a it's a very cool, well shot, uh, just great movie. It's yeah. a great story. It's it's very fantastical. Yeah, I mean, I love. It's like that Guillermo del Toro has that theme of like fantasy and magic existing like during times of like war or conflict or intense you know and that's just cool it's just and especially like today you know and just with tensions and how they are man to just have this woman falls in love with a fish guy story it's like it's, dude, it's just good cinema that everyone needs everyone kept telling me to focus on his butt that he had a great butt but i i Who, kept Doug forgetting Jones? yeah well the fish man yeah. he worked uh, Guillermo worked very hard to make the fish man as sexy as possible. Really? Mm-hmm. He just looked like Abe from Hellboy, but yeah. better. Yeah. I mean, still, everyone I talked about it, they're like, oh, is that like a prequel to Hellboy? 
I was like, no, but it's Guillermo del Toro. Like Similar he's design. He's obviously influenced. Yeah, and it, it does look better. The creature looks really great. Yeah. Don't so jump. did you... I, I watched a bit of the Golden Globes. It's hard to stomach that shit. To watching award shows? Just the Golden Globes especially. Oh, well, I never watch any of them. I look who won, but I won't watch them. It was like on... I you know, we were hanging off like, and do their fucking speeches. No, it, it's tough ugh. to watch. I, You know, I, I was flipping I it on know. and off, but man, I gotta say, so Oprah, I'm sure you heard about the Oprah speech. Yeah, yeah. Now, was, now she's in the race. Um, but it was like the Oprah speech was really intense. I mean, it was like five minutes of just this self-congratulatory. I think she just started like yelling out like human achievements. Like <laughs> she's like, "We beat the Nazis, yeah. and the terrorists paid for what yeah. they did. We bombed Nagasaki." Yeah, everyone's just like, yeah. like, "Wait, what?" It turned into this like liberal Hollywood war chant. It was really fucking disturbing. Yeah. And then she ended like to just like everybody just crying, clapping. Jesus. And then That's they announced, and they thing. and then they announced the best director and. It's our man Guillermo, and he won. I was like, "Oh, hello!" He go, did, so, do you see a speech? No, no. He goes up there, just so soft spoken. Well, you know, my whole life I have loved monsters, and going this is such, it is so very special to me. And they start to play him off. After twenty minutes of Oprah spew, Guillermo, <laughs> Guillermo talks for like twenty seconds, and Fuck they try, and, and he literally goes, "He goes, guys, come on! I waited twenty five years for this. You can give me one minute." Yeah. Everybody <laughs> claps, and they what turn the they fuck? turn the music down. They let him finish. God damn! They try to play off Guillermo after yeah. Oprah's presidential. It was bit. fucking Fuck off. It just encapsulated like Hollywood in that moment, you know. Just all the fucking surface shit, and it's just like this oddball guy like how creates many, an oddity many, that wins. And they're like, fucking, okay, let's move on from this. How many Mexican directors ever have won this <laughs> shit? <laughs> Probably none. Fuck <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, it was really insulting and shitty. And he and he called them out, and they stopped. Good. That is dude. why Guillermo del Toro is my hero. Guillermo del Toro, goddamn rules. He is so yeah. great. This movie's great. We so we me and Sarah went to see it at the Coolidge, which was of course in the main theater. It was great. I'm happy he was there. Um, oh, cool, nice, yeah, it yeah. was awesome. And we we got in the yeah, lift. I love Coolidge. We got a lift afterwards on the way home, and this guy <laughs> had never heard of Shape of Water, and we had to explain the movie to him, and he was like losing his mind. <laughs> <That's> like, <awesome. laughs> was, dude, he was so funny. I've never had a funnier lift driver. <laughs> it was just like he was like this 25 year old black dude, and he was just like. He's like, what the, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, that's a movie. That's a movie. Yeah. He's like, you're like gonna, how do you describe like, that? Yeah, movie he's like, what you guys gonna go normal. home and get in the bathtub tonight? Like, yeah. what's going on? He, <laughs> yeah. he was great. He got a call during uh, from a girl whose number he gave earlier. Uh-huh. Like, he gave his number oh, to like some a, doing girl. a lift drive. He, yeah, while he was doing a lift drive. Okay. And he, and he was so smooth with this girl, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get some in the car right now. Let me call you back. Yeah, and like we're just talking about it. I'm like, I, I'm like, I, you really got that number? She really called you? He's yeah. like, yeah, man, yeah, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. I'm like, I'm so happy. Bathtub time. I love that guy. I wish I remember his name, but I love him so much. Wow, he's the funniest dude, and I hope him and Gianna got together. Gianna, yeah, yeah, good friend. Gianna, if you're listening, know you did the right thing. You know, true love yeah. is is found in lift cars these mm-hmm. days. Talking about shape of water. Yeah, shape of shape of water. You know, the love doesn't so much exist between a mute girl and a fish so much as it does um, between a lift driver and a passenger. A lift driver and a passenger just wanting to yeah, ride home. That's so. exactly it. That's beautiful. Um, okay, number three. Number three uh, for me is Blade Runner. Ah, I didn't see Blade Runner. You didn't see Blade Runner? Yeah, I, Son of a bitch. man! It came out right when I went on this like three week southern tour. I wasn't able to see it on the road, and when I got back home, it wasn't playing in many. Th- it was like playing, you know, like noon. It was really hard to see, and I and and I just yeah, I I, kinda, I blew it. I, I'm disappointed in myself. 
Damn, dude. This yeah. guy... I, I'm eager. It's still not out, man. It's driving me crazy. Like, it I, should be out soon. I uh, it's driving me nuts. I really want to see it. I forget his name. Uh, Villain View, I think is his last name. But I liked I, I liked a lot of the movies he's done. He's on Prisoners and Enemy and Arrival was okay. Oh, oh, uh, Sicario. Oh, yeah. yeah, Sicario. Uh, he's a great director. So, it, But I'm still very skeptical... I mean, wait, R- that was the direct. I thought Ridley Scott directed it. No, absolutely not. Thank God. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Ridley Scott, far away. Oh, I didn't. No know worries. That. No worries. Uh, all his. All, he was doing all... a Russell Crowe Bible epic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was doing uh, Cain and Abel the movie, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Cain and Abel with Russell Crowe and Russell Crowe with his beard. Yeah, yeah, removed. yeah. He just plays both brothers. <laughs> oh God. Fucking Let's stuff. not give him an idea. He yeah. might be a li- he might be a listener, man. I think Ridley Scott. <laughs> Yeah. Ever since we tore him down in the, the <laughs> alien episode, these he's two like, fucks yeah. in Austin <laughs> make fun of me casting Russell Crowe. <laughs> oh man! Always piece of shit. Uh, well, Ridley, if you're listening, fuck you. Stop. Fuck you, Ridley. Go Scott. to go to bed. You're done. Retire. You fucked up, man. Prometheus sequel could have been cool. Mm-hmm. Just wash your hands and go to sleep. Uh, this movie was great. It, it's very hard. I, w- I was very, very, very skeptical going into this movie because people mm-hmm. liked it, but still, of co- it's a, a, a sequel of Blade Runner. You know how they do with these these things? Yeah. You know? They muck it up. Yeah. They muck it up. They take an IP that's hot, and they fuck it up. Yeah. And it was great. Cool. It was really great. It's... It, the... I mean, of course, still a lot of CGI, but, like, it's... The look of it is amazing. It feels right. I am, to be fair, a huge Gosling fan. Oh, I love the Gosling. So, uh, I loved it. Yeah, Drive. It's amazing. I love Drive. Yeah. I love everything he's in. Yeah, I I do too. I I like like Gosling, dude. All right, let's uh, take it. The man's got range. Let's take it easy. Um, I'm going to get to my number three before we go get a little too steamy talking about the Gos down here. Okay, all right. Um, Number three for me was Coco. Coco, uh, you know I probably should have gotten Coco on this list. Yeah, you should have. Coco um, was great. Yeah, you, you, got, you, you and Sarah saw right? <laughs> Sarah started crying ten minutes in and literally yeah. just didn't stop. Did she cried. Did she cry during <laughs> the Frozen the mini movie. movie at the beginning? The whole I, movie. That's the only part that I. Oh, cried we didn't there. watch. Uh, we didn't see the mini movie. Good for you. We didn't see the mini. That was movie. a fucking horrible. But damn. Yeah, it started. She, I'm like, what? It, we're ten minutes in. I'm like, why are you crying? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it it never stopped. Yeah, it never yeah, Jen was it bawling was, her eyes out by the end was, of that movie. It was a pretty, it was a pretty emotional. Movie. It was great, man. It just, it was hand, good. It, yeah, it was really fleshed out and just was just well fucking written. Like that's not a movie for kids at all. That is a movie for adults. But you, <laughs> as a kid, you can totally go, and it's so visually stimulating. I think something good from it. I like the fact that they do, uh, like the the Dias los Muertos. Yeah, that was uh, such a cool theme. But it's still. It's a very non-religious thing, the way they present it. Yeah, totally. You know? It's not connected to any certain religion. It's mostly about no. just kind of, you know... It's more about, like, like remembering... Cu- just culture and... Yeah, yeah it's just, yeah. like, dealing with death right. and, like, remembering... It's universal themes that yeah, everyone exactly. can relate to. But told through, like, a, I thought it was a, cool a unique that they lens. Did that. Yeah. It was a good vector for it to present those ideas. Yeah. And I thought it was cool. And also, the afterlife, I hope that's real. Man. That's my favorite version, I think, of death it was so cool but the concept that everyone goes to this big after nightlife neon skeleton party place i was just like okay yep i fuck with that yeah but the fact that the concept of 
once you are forgotten in the mortal world, then you disappear from this world. And the fact that there there is an, another place, an unknown world after this afterlife, that they're like, well, what happens there? Oh, nobody knows. There's yeah. still that great unknown, great mystery. That was just such a cool concept. It was a good movie. Man, man Coco was so Coco's was really was good. deep and it fucking been. awesome. It should have. It probably should have been. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, if I had saw the seen the disaster artist or shit or um, Blade Runner, they would have been on my list. Yeah. Too. yeah. So, you, but oh, Coco, but you saw Coco, so yeah, you just fucked yeah, that up. I did fuck it up. That's all right. But Coco was great. It was really great. Yeah. It was my like. Uh, I feel like the past couple. We were, there's always one animation like mainstream movie that i'll watch that i i'll watch i i, I, I enjoy these like days, last man, year was kubo you know this yeah. year we got kubo was great yeah. Th- these those movies are really fun to see on the big screen man to just go in and just tune out you know and just just enjoy just watch a, a, a giant imax screen 3d fucking big bone birds flying around <laughs> neon cities cool retarded dog that turns into a that was so cool multicolored so awesome. all those ones, hey, dude. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So yeah, that's my number three, man. Coco's so good. Uh, so all right, you're no, you're number two here. Number two, Get Out. Nice. Uh, we did a whole podcast on this. I don't know if we have to talk about. We don't it have to much. get too much into Get Out. But uh, <laughs> after but, looking yeah. at a, a lot of lists, this is number one for a lot of just like regular movie lists. I know anymore. it's insane. I really wasn't expecting to see that. <laughs> but I mean, this movie is still at ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, good, good. Yeah. They're letting him do like a remake or, or like a reboot of the Twilight Zone, I think, or something. Jordan, I keep hearing Jordan stuff Pilis? about yeah, Jordan. He's on top right now, getting a million types of offers. I bet, man, for stuff. So I'm interested to see like what it, uh, you know, what it shakes out. Yeah, to him I, I want to see him do more horror. Man, um, he's such a good but horror get out. Director. If you haven't listened to our episode about it, listen to Date Night. We have uh, both our SOs on, and we talk about mm-hmm. Get Out. It's a super fun episode. Yeah, it's a great and one. And this movie is great. The girls it's are really a, funny on it. It's uh very thoughtful uh visionary movie yes i watched it for a third time the other night there's so much still holds up there's so much care the attention to detail is staggering to making this movie that if you if you give it the care to pay attention to it like you can't help but ultimately just respect the shit out of that movie it's just such a yeah it's just it's textbook good horror. Yeah, and it and it gains value on rewatching. Yeah, absolutely. First, I, yeah. I watched the it with, second time was like the second time is more fun, more insane. The third yeah. time is even better, man. Yeah. I watched it with my brother who hadn't seen. It. I and my uncle who's over from England, he fell asleep, and my dad, my dad, and my uncle fell asleep, but my brother stayed awake and we watched it. Um and. And, like, halfway through the movie, I was like, what do you think is, like, going on? And he's like, I have no fucking idea what's yeah. happening in this movie. And then yeah. at the end, he was just like, whoa. He's like, that was intense. I mean, it, it keep you just don't know what's going on yeah. with it. And But when I'm, like, paying attention, and we, we won't give spoilers if you haven't seen it, but <clears throat> when the dad character is walking around and giving him the tour of the house, I mean, he, like, sets up everything he alludes to is foreshadowing something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, man. It, it's and and, and it, when, when you're watching it the first time, you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then the second time, you're like, oh, that's going. Third time, you're like, oh, my God. This is so yeah. on the nose. How did I not get it? You know? <laughs> that, and that is what a fucking good movie is. When yeah. it can uh, so you make an, be uh, more rewarding uh, for different, different reasons. Such a different experience. Yeah. yeah to, re-wa- to rewatch a movie and get a completely right. uh, just different experience watching it at a different time. Like, and that's not even, that's what that's makes wild. this movie brilliant to me, and yeah. that's not even why this movie. This movie was so hot from the beginning, and yeah. it's like, man, if people like now, you now you rewatch it, and it's better. It's like this Get Out is brilliant. Watch PL. I hope it just keeps doing horror, dude. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Keep doing it. He could be our hero. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I love him. So cool. That's your number two. Get mm-hmm. out. Okay. Uh, number two for me is Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Okay. Yeah. Um, just my favorite like theater experiences this year. I saw it twice. I wrote about this in my top ten list. Um, that, um, you know, the first time I saw it was on the the Jordan's IMAX screen, that giant fucking like fifteen story screen with butt kicker subwoofers in the seats, and it was so intense and suspenseful and. I walked out of there like, holy fuck. I just felt like I was in a war. And the second time I had, not literally, but and then the second time I saw it was in Birmingham, England. I went over there with my dad to see family in the summer. And I saw it with like my grandfather and like my uncle and my dad. And like my dad's dad had worked in a factory in, in Birmingham in World War II making um, Rolls Royce engines, which later were converted to engines for Spitfire planes. So it was like in, in like the town where we were, you near the town. So it was for him, my dad. It was very, you know, it was like an intense kind of experience, you know, like seeing it in England and stuff, and and it just made it. It just some it hard gave roots. It, it gave, yeah, it gave it some some real life context. And she, I was like going through my grandfather's like, um, and my grandfather, my dad's dad had passed away a few years ago, and we went up and saw my grandmother up there and like the country in England, and I was going through his old World War Two books. And just like, man, it, it it sparked a whole interest for me in the war, which I, I've always been interested in. But, I mean, damn, that's that the movie. It just had a profound effect on me. And I don't know if it was like that for other people, too. But when a movie fucks with me like that, like that, you know, Christopher Nolan just gives me the feels, dude. Christopher Nolan's a great director. Yeah. I like most of his stuff. This was probably my least favorite movie of his. Yeah, you know, a lot of people didn't. And I, I, yeah, I, I can understand. I mean, it's it, it's not much story. There's no dialogue. It's just fucking intense. It is very intense. Sequence after sequence. But, but to be fair, I'm not I'm not really a war movie guy. But that's like, this, didn't, like, this didn't feel like a war movie to me. It's, it's a thriller. Like that that you know? same type of flavor of kind of uh, just like in intense horror, but not. Not not much of like a real overarching plot. Well, the overarching plot, I guess, is there, but it's very simple. It's kind of just short bids of like of all these different right. things. Right, it's got the Nolan thing. It's the splintered timeline. Know. It jumps around, and there, it's three different stories: land, air, and sea about the evacuation on Dunkirk, um, on this beach, and it's like they're. Um, and the timelines all intersect in different interesting ways. And it's also the second time I saw it. It was really I, – I, I got that timeline more. I got – I knew where the stories all intersected. And it also made for like a very cool second viewing. I think war movies are just too real for me. <laughs> this movie was you know, real. It's <laughs> too real. This, this, was, this man I, – I mentioned this in my in the list I wrote. Like this felt like a horror movie to me at times. Yeah. And this was – It this is. Was, it you is were waiting like that, to yeah. see that German bomber come into – and on a giant IMAX screen, you just see – you see a dot in the top right and you're like, oh, shit. It's like, yeah. Oh, shit. And you hear it. Everyone ducks down. I think intense – It felt like a monster movie I think intense – War movies usually are like Saving Private Ryan. That's pretty that's much, a, that's a horror. Pretty much movie. a horror movie. Yeah, really. It's, that is a. But that's like such horrifying. a different kind of war movie. That that is so horrifying. Even like you. Apocalypse Now. Yeah. War movies all, always have elements of horror. It is. To it, yeah. it is absolutely. Yeah. Apocalypse Now is absolutely like a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them are, but they are is, uh, sometimes. Apocalypse Now is a type of movie where it's a little more grandiose. Yeah. Where uh, I can like it. I think war movies are a little too real for me. Yeah, totally. And like, I end up kind of being like uh, the Deer Hunter. You're not into the Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter is kind of good. It's so good, man. Christopher yeah. Walken, De Niro. It's man, that good. movie but kicks ass. Otherwise, a lot of more. Mo- I think if you go back and you look at war movies with a perspective from a horror movie, you could probably appreciate them more. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's real, I man. It's, it's intense. Yeah. 
I'll have to give that movie another watch too, because also I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't paying the best attention when I was watching. Watch it again. I want to see it for three. It's available now. So you see Dunkirk, baby. Yeah. So that's my number two. All right, uh, number one, baby, cream of the crop for you. <laughs> uh, I Tanya. Yeah, was it? I loved I Tanya. I remember dude. when I put out my list, you were like, "Oh, I'm excited for." I, I hadn't even heard of it yet. I loved it I so much. Oh, cool. I don't know what it is. I don't know. The movie's just got, it's got a lot of personality. Who and directed it, it? Um, some kind of nobody. Okay. He hasn't done. He's done some stuff, but none of it has ever been really like this. I think was this was maybe the first thing for him where he was kind of in control and able to express himself. Is kind of what it felt like. It yeah. seems like he's done a lot of just like, like you direct this now, like right kind of work. Yeah. Okay. But this movie was filled the brim with personality. It's an interesting way to make a movie, and. Is very well acted. Margot Robbie is fantastic. Yeah, you love Margot, and it's such an interesting, weird story. Of course, everyone focuses on like the event of you know uh, Tanya Harding beating Nancy or, or having Nancy Kerrigan beat, but it's not really. Oh, even I didn't even story. know that what was it, what what it was about. This, this I, I, I didn't know that. Well, the... do you do you know about Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan? I not really. Nancy Kerrigan. So they were the Olympics were about to happen. And Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, this is the ice skater. Had, yeah. Had yes, her, yes. Yes. Her knees beat in with like a pipe. The, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Said, yeah, yeah. And you know, people focus on that, and but that's kind of just. And no one really knows the real story. I feel like. Oh, that's what it's about. Huh? Focus on sensationalization cool. of it, but it's more sure. about. It's really about Tony Harding, and it kind of ends going into that story. Cool. And just, I don't know. And what they did to her, like, I wanted to cry at the end, what what the courts did to her in the end. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's a public record, so it's not really a spoiler, but yeah. they tell her she can't I, she can't skate ever again hmm. professionally. The girl that attacked her? Well, she didn't attack her. Her husband did it without her knowledge. Oh. I had some, the had the her husband friend, was the one that attacked her? Had her friend... His friend hire someone to attack her. Wow! And it's just like, what did he think he was going to get away with that? Like his idea was literally to break the opponent's legs. Oh yeah, it's uh, just tons of dummies, tons wow. of dummies in the story. Huh. But Tanya, the the judge ends up telling her that she is never allowed to skate professionally again, which is a, the craziest thing that you can just do. That it's like a high school as a, as a, as disciplinary a sentence, action as a sentence from the law. You right. can do that. In in high school, I had um, I it's got the only thing that ever mattered to her that she trained her whole life. Right, for. I I got disciplined like that mm. in high school. I got suspended. Um, I wrote a death threat as a joke to a teacher. That was a funny death. Threat. <clears throat> I put a sticker sticky note on her microwave on my music teacher's microwave. It said, "You're dead." And then when you open the microwave, it said, "I mean it." With another sticky note. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. <laughs> in retrospect, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> when he, you double down, yeah. you double down. <laughs> you, you know, just, for comedic effects, you had to pop open the yeah. microwave door to see the the second one. Uh, we played a lot of pranks on this music teacher. I felt bad for her. Oh man, Were we you, had a weird relationship. It's like, oh, death threat. That must mean it. Maybe you know. So I'll, she, take, I'll take this to the grain of. Well, she was nice, man. She stuck up for I, me. I mean, then I open it. <laughs> oh no, I, I mean, mean this. This is serious. So she, um, she like you know told the superintendent or the principal that this happened and the next day i went to school i showed up at school and they were like um and i saw her my teacher and she was like luke she's like did you leave that 
sticky note on my microwave last night. It's like a jazz band. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I like, I'm sorry. That was stupid. I don't know why I did that. She's like, okay, well, you better come with me. And um, she, I had to go to the principal's office with her. And, um, like, the superintendent of schools was there. And she didn't. This was in high school. I'd smoked weed with my friend on the way to school that day. Yeah. It was oh, like nine Jesus. in the morning, freshly baked, <laughs> eager teenager in the principal's office with the vice principal, the principal, and the superintendent of schools and my music teacher. And like, so you, and she's like, Luke did this. Luke um, was just joking and stuff. And my vice principal was like, "You're luck. Like your teacher really stuck up for you. Like I don't know why." And the so this guy, the superintendent was there. His name was. Uh, Gaysford, Thomas Gaysford, such an asshole. Thomas he's, Gaysford, guys, if you know him, <laughs> fuck him. Reach out. He yeah. was literally like, he had a photocopied sheet of my sticky notes, and he threw them on the table. He's like, "What about this is funny?" And, and I, I and like I fucking and cop. I laughed. <laughs> I laughed just seeing them in black and white. Yeah, <laughs> I was, all a tiny I was like, sticky <laughs> note. It was yeah. so funny to me. It probably was pretty funny. I love like a, yeah. a teachers acting like cops is something they love to do. <laughs> yeah, like they w- go, they watch SVT, like they watch Law and Order. Yeah, every they're all night amped they, up they to bust this kid about doing <laughs> yeah. this to a child. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, oh, but man. so so anyway, so you know, and so my they were like they're like, well, you're suspended, um, and I was like, okay. It's pretty yeah. reasonable. Yeah. Um, this was my what senior year? Yeah. And so and they were like, and you might not grad, you might not graduate. And I was like, uh, can you do that? And they're like, you can't play Battle of the Bands. And I was like, really? That's what I can't play Battle of the Bands. They're like, nope. You like you like that? Like they could tell that one was. I was like, I was like, ah, oh, really? They're yeah. like, no, no, you can't have to act hurt. Yeah. So they didn't. They, it was the special second year, and we had won the Battle of Bansy before. It was our first, like one of our first gigs, and they they, they hit me in the feels, man. They did. They didn't oh, let the special perform, and uh, that was how they got me. Little did they know. Little did they know. You're just you're just pushing you to the edge. Yeah, They're pushing you, pushing you to be the they, winner of the band you guys are now. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, Thomas Case for a shout out. So that was a long tangent, but sorry, um, anyway, Gaze. that's sorry, a... <laughs> yeah. But that brings us back to the, uh, the a weird I... disciplinary yeah, intensity. That's your I, Tanya story. That's my I, Tanya. I, special. <laughs> yeah. The true story. Yeah. And also, for any kids out there listening, don't put a sticky note death threat to your Don't do death teacher. threats to your teachers. It's a bad idea. But, you know, your kids... This was a different time, and this was 2006, man. Death threats were in such a big yeah, fucking but also, deal. When you're... It was like that movie Road Trip. Death threats are like, like <laughs> oh, they're funny. Like, it gets you out of test. When you're that young, you're going to do something like that no matter what. Yeah, you were a young, com- you were a young comedian, man. You got some jokes don't land. I successfully blackmailed my teacher, so what? There you go. Who gives a shit? You know? Nice. Okay. I should have gotten suspended, but I only ended up right. with a single detention, and oh, nice. I got the teacher in trouble instead. Follow yeah. through. If you are going nice. to blackmail someone, follow through, you guys. That's my recommendation. We're full of, full of uh, hearty life lessons yep. today. Mm-hmm. In high school, it'll work. What a great top ten instead ep- of being, recap episode. Instead of getting in trouble for taking your finger and putting it through your fly like it was a penis. Classic. Uh, they'll more focus on your teacher uh, doing something wrong. Is that what you did? Yeah. Nice. I put my finger through my fly, and I'm like, Miss LaRue, look at this. <laughs> and then... This is my penis. Yeah. yeah. Nice and then, one. Which was a fucked up thing to do. He's going to be a stand-up comic uh, one day, guys. Yeah. I can tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That penis the, cat can go yeah, a long way. That Louis C.K. bit that is yet to happen. <laughs> uh, which was... It was wrong. It was wrong. Uh <laughs> I'm getting ahead of this right now. Let's knock it. <laughs> yeah, let's knock I it took into my finger out of it and put it, put it through my uh, fly. Okay. But I did. But what pissed me off is that she 
waited like a day and a half, and then I got attention like while I was in gym class to come to the office. And <laughs> oh, gave, by the way, and gave it to me, and was like, "You got attention for this." I'm like, "Oh, fucked up." And then I'm like, then I went to her room, and I'm like, "You sure you want to give me fucking attention? Because I'll tell them that you told us that we should have a sit-in, and that we can't tell anyone that you said that." <laughs> a sit-in? Yeah, because teachers were like demanding better pay and stuff. And she's oh. like, you guys should have a fucking sit-in and stuff. But I could get in trouble for this, so don't tell anyone. <laughs> wow. Like, oh, now I'm going to tell someone. And then. Yeah, wow. Look but she you. took it as like a physical threat. And <laughs> then I got brought to the office the next day. For threat? For bla- threatening a blackmailer? Yeah, yeah. And then. Wow. There's like. Chick was relentless. Yeah, well, then they're just. What like, a tattletale. Yeah, she told she told me for threatening her, and then I just followed through on it. And she's like, "Well, what were you gonna say?" I'm like, "Oh, okay, this then. If I'm getting in trouble, now. oh, nice." Yeah, so, <laughs> so then I didn't get in trouble at all. <laughs> what was the it reaction just, when you told worse. them what, about the the sit-in plan? Was oh, she, they're like, they're like, "Oh, this is good. Yeah, just write this down." Yep. Okay. Cool. Wow. Check yeah. you out. Well, Miss Larue, if you're out there, I was I would like to say that I'm sorry. It I shouldn't have. You don't sound sorry. Well, you know. I, as an impish lad, it was fun to get away with blackmailing a person. Sure, yeah. But, yeah. you know, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Oh, well, live and learn. You shouldn't snitch, and you shouldn't put your finger through your pants and pretend it's a penis. Because it looks like it at first glance. <laughs> Another prank I did to that music teacher was uh, before like a jazz band practice, me and my friend French went to her la- her desktop computer because we knew she was gonna have to open it in front of everybody to like open. She was showing us like a new song or something. And we went on and we made her background uh, uh, this image that said "Boys of Summer." Oh it hell was a yeah, collage dude. of young oh, boys with yeah. no shirts on. Setting teachers' backgrounds to yeah. fucking hot dudes. Is like a, <laughs> no, a you did that. Oh hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Except to make dudes look gay. <laughs> Great minds. Yeah, for dude but teachers. She literally yeah. goes over and she's like, "Okay, so uh, let me just uh, get shakes the mouse." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Bunch of naked kids, yeah. boys of summer. We're like, whoa, Mrs. Finn, what is that? Or they're totally naked, like porn? No, 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 no. They were oh, okay. they were wearing okay. like bathing suits. Oh, gotcha. Okay, same, same. But I don't want that far. Yeah, just shirtless dudes. Shirtless, yeah. But I do it for guy teachers. Yeah, you know, yeah. classic prank. <laughs> anyway, so our number one movie of the year okay. is pranking your teachers. <laughs> And uh, we add Dead Last Podcast with yeah. the best teacher making pranks. them feel. We will read them on the episode. Yeah, you as a teenager make adults feel bad. Adult feelings. Good stuff. And that's it. My number one movie of the year was Get Out. So we already talked about it. We already talked about it. <laughs> hey, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> climactic. And that's how we wrap. <laughs> number one. Okay, so I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. We're gonna move on to horror, and then Was it just vape? No, it, it's oil, but you have a little taste. Oh, no. It's I'm not okay. going to get you high or anything. I'm okay. Tastes really good. Well, 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 it's just like... It's like oil, but it's just super mellow. It's, it's not like, It's not weed? <coughs> it is, but it's it not, is. It's not like super high THC kind. It's more like CBD, CBD kind of shit. I'll have one. 
<coughs> it, it's just, it's really, it's, I mean, it gets you, you know, a little, yeah, there, there's THC in it, but it's like one hit isn't going to like fuck you up. It's more of like a body high kind of thing. Like your CBD oil, have you ever smoked that? Uh, yeah. the, no, I'm thinking like CBD pills and stuff. It's yeah, right. It's the okay. same shit. I mean, it's just like more mus- muscle shit. A little, little taste. Yeah, tastes good. It does taste good. Yeah. Um, okay, now that we've hit the pen. Uh, Pennywise, can, the dancing clown, yeah, is yeah. what uh, Rory, my drummer, calls calls it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Va- vape Pennywise. Yeah, exactly. Vape Pennywise. The vaping Pennywise, the vaping clown. Pennywise, the vaping clown. That is. Uh, the future we live in, in a nutshell. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Uh, you know, juggalo life. We're living in it. Juggalo life. We're living it. Yeah. It's loving so it, living it. Loving it, living it, baby. Uh, so in the middle here, before we can move on our heart, let's do some uh, some quick quick uh, pod plugs. Yeah. Cool. You first. Um, yeah, I want to plug um, a podcast I like listening to a lot. It's called Movie Podcast Weekly. It's hosted by Jason Piles. And... Um, he also does a podcast called Horror Movie Podcast, which I actually prefer to. to but they're both good. Um, <clears throat> and I sent in my top ten. They, they've shouted us out before because I've sent in some um, top ten lists of them last year. But I sent them my top ten movie to, uh, list of 2017, and they shouted it out on the episode, and they read a couple of excerpts from it, and they shouted out Dead Last Podcast. Hell yeah! So that was really cool. Appreciate Thank you that. very much. Yeah, and to anybody who hasn't checked it out, um, totally recommend it. It's really funny and really good, and. Uh, if you do listen to it and you found us because of them, that's awesome. So thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. I'll also like, like to plug a uh, Conversations with Actors by Vivian Kerr. She sent us a nice email. Oh, uh, cool. The okay. podcast. Give us a good rating. Nice. Uh, it was very cool. I checked out her podcast. It's pretty cool. She has some cool actors on there that she interviews. Cool. Uh, it's a good podcast. Check it out. What's it called? Uh, conversations with Actors. Okay, great. Uh, and thank you very much, Vivian, for sending us the email. That yeah, was that's awesome. so fucking nice and so cool. Very cool. Uh, you guys should listen to that, and cool. also listen to Secret Underground Hideout, which is a podcast that I was just on where we talked about Flash Gordon. Nice. They do a lot of uh, just weird pop culture stuff, not necessarily just a movie. Yeah. Let's talk about a lot of things. This is a cool podcast. I had a lot of fun. Send a, you should post a link from the Dead Last Podcast Twitter and Facebook page. Yeah, we'll plug we'll plug them on. We'll do a big uh, totally a big, big plug out. Big plug plug world. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. We'll plug them all. Great. We will okay. do that. So look out for. And if you don't, also yeah, you can follow us on Twitter is at Dead Last Horror, mm-hmm. Instagram is at Dead Last Podcast, and the Facebook page is just facebook.com slash Dead Last Podcast. Yeah, follow us. The banner image is a nice little goat girl. Talk holding to a Bible. us. We want more people to talk to yeah, us. Yeah, seriously. I wish we're trying to improve to our social media yeah. presence. We will like to be interactive. Be there for you. Should see Brandon on Facebook. This oh the thoughts. Mm-hmm. What is this? Boy, thinking of this guy is this sick. Guy. Yeah, this guy is sick. He's mentally ill. Some cool memes. Love memeing. <gasps> Love those likes, baby. Luke memeing is what they call me. <laughs> Luke memeing. Okay, nice. We've called me that for pretty good a long time. A living meme. Um. Okay, let's. We're gonna get into our top ten horror films of 2017, and then we're gonna do our preview. And I'm gonna wait till the end of the episode. I uh, I, uh, I want to do my worst movies of the year too. Oh, absolutely. I just have to. I think that'd be great. Great. So that'll tie everybody over. I know everyone is. will look forward to hearing me complain about something. Um, let's get into our top 10 horror films. Would you like to start us off with your number cool. 10 selection? Uh, my number 10 of the year is the movie Life. 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 Which it was, was that? Uh, that space horror, very much like Alien. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, man. Fuck. I wish I watched that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty you good. You told me it was good. Ryan Reynolds. Right. Um, 
Jay Gyllenhaal. <laughs> what's in this spacesuit? Does yeah. he say that? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, what is that? A creature? Yeah, that's what he says. Oh, yeah. cool. It's like, ooh, ow, is that a creature? Ow. That's a line from the film. I do want to see life. It, it, it got like lukewarm like reviews, but there was. I mean, it, it just seems like an alien ripoff, but a good one. I thought it was good. Okay. I, th- I thought it was underrated for what it was. There yeah. was some. Uh, there's especially a, a scene that sticks out um, with Ryan Reynolds and the creature that really got under my skin. Okay, that really bothered me. That I thought yeah. about a lot. Okay, cool. Um, I look forward to seeing. Yeah, that it scene. really fucked me up watching this one scene. It, it really did bother me. Huh. But in like a good way. Yeah. In a good way. It's cool. very good. It's it's a pretty much it's run of the mill space horror, but there's not a lot of it these days. Yeah, there wasn't uh, not not this year other than Alien Covenant. Um, yeah, I'll um, watch it, and we'll I'll, I'll I'll let you know my thoughts on the next episode when I see it. That's good. Give it a watch. I will. I will. I, it's not I, the best movie in the world, but it's good. It is good. I I, I was Passengers twenty seventeen. I think maybe, but I didn't even see that on any list. I don't necessarily nah, know what it was that no, even about. It was nowhere near being a, a best movie. Is a horror movie? No, it's with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. I know that. Uh, I thought starring it was, uh, as two space, white, likable people who wake yeah. up in space. <laughs> yeah, two good-looking... I'm funny, aren't per- I? Perfect I'm kind of freaking mad. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Wait, who know. else was in it besides uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence? Lawrence? Je- um, Chris Pratt. Was Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, but yeah. yeah just... <clears throat> it's spaceship, man. They wait. They're, they're, it, it's a cool concept. It's like Chris Pratt is asleep and in a space pod. They're like going to some new you know world. They're like evacuating Earth. It's probably some environmental sci-fi bullshit message movie. And he like wakes up early and he's the only one awake. And he's like got to be awake for like 100 years because everyone's in this like deep sleep. And he like starts crushing and creeping on Jennifer Lawrence who's asleep in a tank. Ooh. And he's like, I could wake her up. I'm obsessed with her. He's like watching video blogs about her. He's like, I could wake her up, but then I'm like dooming her to death and like destiny yeah. with me. And he does it. He wakes her up. This is like Rocket Man. Is it? You ever watch the movie Rocket Man with Daniel Stern? No. He's awake. He wakes up before everyone else, but there's also he also wakes up the chimpanzee and he becomes best friends with the chimpanzee and they waste all the food. Because like tube food, and they use it to make cool paintings of of him and the chimpanzee. That sounds like the it's same a, movie, but yeah. better. Yeah, it's a pretty rough, sounds rocket better. man. I'm watching one as a kid. <laughs> okay, Daniel Stern kills it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> passengers. Just cool. passengers. Watch Rocket Man. That sounds like a yeah. good plan. Um, Number okay. ten, Rocket Man. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you Rocket yeah. Man yeah. and uh, and Life for you and mm-hmm. Passengers. Cool. Well, that's good that it's a three way tie. My top ten horror movie list um, starts at number ten. Is a tie between Open Water three and Forty Seven Meters Down. Ooh, because they are the same okay. movie. <laughs> and, um, I'll give Forty Seven Meters Down an honorable mention. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's you know, me and you, we're we're, we're shark movie guys. We like yeah. them. Mm-hmm. You know, and and these are two good shark movie horror movies. I got to say, um, there's a present for you in the. Uh, in the coming up movies of 2018. Oh, that I don't oh. think you know about. Maybe you do, but we'll, we'll talk about it when it comes. Okay, to we it. might. I might know. Okay, it. I might know what you're talking about. We'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it. <clears throat> Let me know when you're gonna say, say what it is. See if I can guess it. Um. Oh, have, so you saw 47 meters. Down. I saw 47 meters down, but I did not see Open Water three. Oh, it's the same D- plot. Due to your recommendation <laughs> saying that I shouldn't watch it, it wasn't because I was going to. And then it you was. Said, don't waste your it time. It was not great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would give 47 meters down the edge over it. Um, I would totally go. What if yeah. he's pretty fucking stupid? Yeah. But it is like you know they're shark diving, they're in a cage, and it, and like they're throwing out all the chum, and they're seeing, and so there's mad sharks everywhere, and then they get raised in the cage to come out of the water, and there is a storm, and you just see this tidal wave come and crash okay. on the boat, they and they get severed from the line. Do they have the cage for the rest of the movie? No, they don't. No. They, don't. Okay. they get out of the cage quicker okay. well, than they do in forty seven meters. Because forty seven meters down, I I think because like we've said a bunch of times, there's so many. 
bullshit shark movies out there it might be like it's like the biggest horror movie genre <laughs> like i know it might be but it right? is i oh, mean like, if you take sci-fi movies into account yeah, yeah but those are they're not but even for worth something being to be mentioned. So, so for something to be so specific yeah you know yeah i think I mean, it's i think sharks are the only like real monsters that exist yeah they that, are of course know, they're right. so yeah. they're, they're an untappable or you know you can i'm not untappable they can it's forever my, be tapped yeah, it's, my great, it's my greatest fear you me know? too me it'll too. always get me even if it's a shitty movie there's probably points where it's gonna anybody it's can, gonna make me feel yeah. like i need to cover my eyes it's just basic human psychological instinct. If you're in the ocean, you are in that you are in the bottom of the food chain. There's might be something under you that will eat you. That is basic human fear, and that is real. Just went to the aquarium last week. New England, nice. New England Aquarium. The one in Boston. All the downtown? sharks are gone. They took them out of the big tank. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they're all gone. I haven't been, and all I wanted to None. do was go and see the sharks. And they for also years. took out. They had the big jellyfish. Oh, thing the sharks the aren't good fish, right? Nah, let's get rid of them. Nobody's and, into sharks. Have took, you seen Forty Seven Meters Down? Yeah, not that good. Get rid so, of them. So they took the sharks of the main tank, right? And they used to have down in the basement. They had this big jellyfish exhibit took out the jellyfish exhibit made that a big thing about sharks and then they have two tanks of like very tiny sharks like dogfish and shit and then just things about sharks instead of a bunch of cool jellyfish and no big no big sharks that they had why would it what do they do with the sharks i don't know they probably put them in like some planet hollywood tank yeah i don't know they threw them out stupid hey that's kind of a cool concept um they gotta they take a bunch of sharks out of say the boston aquarium and they have to transport them somewhere but things go wacky. things go crazy. But the thing is, I don't think you can keep a lot of big, dangerous sharks in captivity. They die. Like you, they've yeah. tried tons of times. Yeah, yeah I'm cool with that. It, put them in the, with great whites. Put them in, and, let, let them roam the oceans and, and scare us forever. Yeah. That's cool with me. That'd I be like cool that. if they. That'd be cool if yeah. they freed the, if they freed them and put them in the ocean. That's yeah. awesome. I doubt they did that. Yeah. They probably it's probably Oprah's dinner. Or about them. they're probably like Oprah really wants this yeah, shark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear her speech on the Golden Globes? She deserves this. Yeah, she yeah. stopped slavery we and the Nazis. The Nazis. We stopped slavery, yeah. and I had a great white shark. <laughs> <laughs> president, she's yeah. got to run. She's yeah. got it. Well, no other presidents did a you know, shark. There's nobody that could it's do not, that. I guarantee George Washington probably asked for a shark, and they're like, "Yes, sir." You know Trump. Have the slaves not. bring me a shark? Tr- Trump's eating <laughs> yeah. fillet of fish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he fucks with great, great white. Oh, um. Man. So. Yeah. Anyway, it's the same movie, but they're they're cool. They're too fun, like shark movies that came out this year. So that's my number ten. Oh yeah. Um, what you got for your number nine? Uh, Hounds of Love, an Australian film about this couple who uh, they like to capture girls and do bad things to them and murder them. It was a was this very a mainstream interesting release? movie? I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't even hear about it until we. I was like looking for stuff, like yeah. looking for some horror movies of the year to to watch, some like lesser known stuff. It was great yeah. Australian movie, um, really good. Cool, really good. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it makes you feel bad, but it's an interesting okay. movie. It was a good movie to watch. Interesting. I hadn't heard of it. Okay, got it down here. Mm-hmm. Um, number nine for me was. Man, okay. Uh, full disclosure, like on this list, I, we were talking today. My, I've had my top ten movie list for a while. The top ten horror films of twenty seventeen list, I, I struggled with a little more than I did last mm-hmm. year. Um, I don't want to say that it was a worse year for horror because the good horror was great, but I felt like there was a little bit less of an abundance of cool original horror concepts as opposed to last year. We were so gung ho about yeah. all these little art house horror movies that yeah, like, there was a lights lot out that got big. It wasn't that year for me, so. Like, number nine for me was Split, and Split was cool. I mean, it's not fucking one of my favorite movies ever, but as a horror movie, did you see it? 
I did, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like M. Night Shyamalan's Return to Horror. It was good, I thought. It was I, nice to see uh, him come back. I think his last Return to Horror with the, the, the Visitors. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. right. I guess it wasn't and, the uh, found, but, but that was like found but, footage but I like, horror. I, I like that too. I think M. Night Shyamalan is kind of back. I think he's kind of. I think so. I, I, think, I like The Happening is one of my favorite horror movies of the past 10 years. Yeah. It really know. is. People really hate The Happening. I, I'm people, aware. A lot of people say that's like the one of the worst movies of all time. That is understandable. Which I don't. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think that's fair. But I like, think I, I get yeah. that, man. That w- Wahlberg is horrible. Yeah, Zoe Deschanel plants is crazy. horrible. I'm so sorry about these plants. It's it, it's written yeah. terribly. It's acted terribly. But there's something so <laughs> fundamentally likable about it to me. It just appeals to you. The first one scene, of those I love the first scene in New York City in, in Central Park when everyone just stops moving. You're just like, what the fuck is going on? They start. Some people start walking backwards. It's like every one of M. Night Shyamalan's movies, they have these flashes of brilliance, and then they just have all this other fodder that gives him a bad reputation. I think it's been good that M. Night Shyamalan's got so much flack because I, f- I feel like he's gotten a lot of stuff that's maybe a little too big for his britches. And he's kind of yeah. drifting back into having to really think about things and... I think he's a polarizing and, and, director. And, and care more a little mm-hmm. bit. Because I don't think he's a bad director. But no, he's meant Unbreakable. I feel like he's been treated. He's good been movie. treated. Sixth Sense? Come on. I, I think he's been treated very unfairly. I totally in, agree. In Hollywood. He does not deserve the flat. It's like, okay, yeah, sure, Lady in the Water is a piece of shit. But it's like, The Sixth Sense, come on. That is a modern horror classic. Yeah. And you got to I mean, give due respect where it's due. Last dead. Airbender. John Carpenter did shitty movies too. Last Airbender was a huge betrayal of like, but I don't know who would have done well with that movie to be fair, but I love the, that show. Right. And uh, it sucks so bad. Yeah. Who is going to make a last Airbender movie in I America? Know, that's just going to be true. It's, it's going to be a Japanese movie. It's got to, he, he gets too much flack in split. So I maybe know. I saw, I, I went into split. Split was the first movie of the year I saw. Came out in January a year ago, um, and I went in wanting to like it. I'd heard it was cool. I was, heard, and I definitely didn't come out like blown away. But there, there is a um, an, a, a, a twist kind of plot at the end, which we let's not it's say. It's a cool idea, but it's cool, and it and it made me kind of like excited. And James McAvoy was really good in it, and the girl from The Witch is really good in it too. Yeah, I mean, he has to play all these different characters. Which must have been yeah. so much fun for him, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. I bet he had. A, he was like, it was oh, fun to watch. Hell yeah, split was cool. I'm gonna. I, I'm looking forward to checking it out. I maybe time. like James McAvoy more because honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of him. I like James McAvoy, but that made me respect him a lot more. Yeah, okay. as an That's actor, good. he was good. All right, so nine is split for me. Number eight for you. Uh, Cure for Wellness. Nice. Yep, that's on Cure my for list. Wellness as well. on our our last year in review episode. I, I talked about how I had so much hope for this movie right. because yep. Gore Verbinski. Returning to horror after the the ring, and it it wasn't exactly what I wanted. It wasn't as as much of a powerful fantastic horror movie as I wanted it to be. But it, mm. I was surprised after the reviews of it about how much I did enjoy it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. It it was long and intense, but it really puts you in that world and it builds this world. The, the, what, who is the actor um, in that movie? Um, he's in so much stuff. He's now. the he's tired looking guy. Yeah, he has his uh, permanent bags under his eyes. Yes, where he he was ju- he just did that Valerian movie. Did you see that? No, I heard it was the worst piece of shit in the world. Oh, CGI it was fuck that, so disappointing, man. Yeah, like, ever since it was the worst thing. It is such a piece of shit because of this guy, Dane DeHaan. Really? He, he is, blows it? 
dude, he's the lead, and he's supposed to be this like hot, cool he's action kind of, he's star. He's like a new lead but he's guy, like a and he's done, he's done well in a he, lot of the movies. He's so good in A Cure for Wellness because he looks like a tired, sick guy. So yeah. in Valerian, your male action star lead is a tired, like a dope, sick guy. Yeah. Looks like a dope fiend. It's it sucked, and like his, the, the, it's like a love story, and the love story aspect of it is so bad. Just like a forest that it like takes everything. Thing. It makes all the cool, weird little aliens not even that cool. I mean, it's visually, it's cool. It is one hundred percent marijuana necessary to enjoy kind of movie. That's you a, you could not watch that yeah. movie sober and 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 get any kind of enjoyment out of it. But I mean, hey, it's Luke Benson, man. You know, there there's some cool like fish things in it that are whatever that's such a weak point uh, i think of a lot of movies especially like big style like action movies that people feel the maybe studios do a lot or whether people just feel it from a storytelling standpoint of having to put a love story into everything like yeah you don't have to. it was so unnecessary when you yeah. have an, you have an hour and Forced. a half to like to maybe two and a half hours to tell a story that usually Hopefully you want it to mean something, and it, you have so much that you need to say. Yeah. And a lot of the times, a love story just feels so inserted and just a waste of time. You know why it feels like that? Yeah. I I think it's like it's it's the easiest trope to extract emotion or empathy out of a viewer. That's true. It's the I, easiest way. Yeah. Oh, oh, this girl died. Oh, he loved her. Oh, he loved yeah. her. And she died. It's yeah. just like. It, it, it's such an easy way to to create a false emotional reaction. That's very true. I, I think we're a slave to to that trope, to to uh, yeah. love stories, to Absolutely. having a love interest in everything. Bill, That's but, what I make, make but, like, with all these superhero movies. It's like yeah. like all these guys have this love interest, and it's and just you so don't inconsequential. Care. Yeah, and the studios are like it's for the women. It's like no, most no, women who not. watch this are watching it because they like the superhero. Right, and the like, girls, just, like, the girls that are watching it aren't watching it for a love story. Yeah, they're, they're watching it for the same reason the guys are watching it. Like, they want to see twenty eighteen. You can't like realize that. I know. Like, well, I'm a girl. I can't in- enjoy a movie for being, you know, just right. it's an action movie. So I need uh, give the, the audience girl, some the credit. Girlfriend like, needs the time, right? To, to, no, oh, he's in love. I can relate to that because I'm a woman. It's right. Like, it's nah, so get over that shit, man. It's not bullshit. the. It's not, yeah, it, it, that's such a tired movie trope. I agree, man. Yeah, if it's not a love story, you don't need to insert. Shape of Water is a love story that was effective and worked, and you felt a connection grow as you felt gr- connected Hell to yeah. gr- your connection grow. That's how you do a love story. You don't just make Thor and Natalie Portman boyfriend and girlfriend because she's like the hot brunette actress that was available. This is my girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, I'm Princess, I'm a dog. Yeah, this is Natalie Portman. Yeah. I'm going to kiss yeah. her towards the end. Whether she's here or not, doesn't really make a difference. Like, she's not in any of the other ones, and they're yeah. like, where's your girlfriend? You say, oh, we broke up. Yeah, she's <laughs> in France. <laughs> uh, seems like that whole uh, love story effort in the first Thor movie was um, kind of pointless now. They're all just a mistake. I agree. Yeah, well, if, you're, if you're really going to do a love story, really make it a part, uh, a genuine important part of the plot right that just is some b thing to uh, evoke a fake emotion or uh or or make some type of people happy that are mostly probably imaginary to these studios it's a Mm -hmm. it's a cheap shot it's an easy trope um speaking of love my number eight is alien covenant it wasn't easy to do man listen 
I have a list of like twenty horror movies. That let me def- I had to do the top ten. In this let me defend myself here. Okay, this is on my Google Doc okay. here, but I'm gonna consult my notes app. This is I've- a hard sell. Right this is now, my, this is my notes. I'm gonna give you my 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 pitch. I've had this note do you, in, in my phone. So this was. It do started you remember off- what you rated it in the episode? Um, uh, seven, maybe. 6.5 or a 7? You think you did. I don't think you did it that high. You think it was lower? I think you did. Like a 5? I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to re-listen to it. I think it. it was a 6. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe a 6. You're very generous. I look, I I have this at this note in my phone. It's every movie I see in theaters, I take it down. Okay. And as the year goes on, I, you know, I, I try to, you know, formulate my my list. So Alien Covenant was on it went from most disappointing to uh worst. <laughs> and uh that's your first note. Yeah. And now I've got it you know, it's, it's number 8. It, I I've got it on I've got it when I started mm-hmm. formulating my top 10 horror films of 2017. It, it it's it's there with um it worked its way into honorable mentions. And when I was formulating my list today um my final list before we record this like I was just like, I'm not going to put Alien Covenant on it. Brandon's just going to give me shit because I didn't like it and I whined <laughs> about it. And it's not one of my fucking favorite movies. But then I started like just thinking about all the horror movies. that, And like I said, man, it was not That's an easy enough. year for me to That's put together. This was a fucking alien horror movie by Ridley Scott. Yeah. Was it one of my favorite movies? No. Was it a disappointment following Prometheus? Yes. Was it still a fucking horror movie that I went to see in theaters and probably better than a lot of other horror movies this year? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And so it narrowly made its way onto my list. I'm not proud of it. It is a piece of shit in a lot of ways, but it's creepy and scary, and it's Ridley Scott alien horror, and I can't really justify other shit being yeah, on this list fair over enough. it. It wasn't that great a year. It was a good year and was a bad year for horror, because we had yeah. Get Out and It right. being like the top two, like some of the highest and, and, and movies Net- of the and year. Ne- and Netflix horror, and Netflix like Gerald's horror. Game and Gerald's The Void. Game, 1922, did you watch that? No, the JFK movie. I, wa- I want to. No, not not JFK. Was that a different? It's, oh, yeah, that was nineteen sixty. It's a, or maybe yeah. it's a different year. I wrote down. I don't know what I wrote. I wrote down well, nineteen twenty-two, but it's my probably the wrong year. But it's a Stephen King short story <coughs> starring Thomas Jane that they made a, the, a Netflix movie. Out it's of. not about the one the guy that travels in time to kill JFK. No, or absolutely not. No, it's about a guy who's a farmer who kills his wife with his son. Okay, yeah, you're right. Nineteen twenty-two, mm-hmm. Thomas Jane. Yeah, it took me a while. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's based on Stephen King novel. Yeah. yeah, okay, sure, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And about Thomas the farmer. Thomas Jane fucking wrecks that movie. You he, saw this? Y- yeah. It's Was on, this on it's your a, list? It's on Netflix. It's not on my list of top ten, but I would recommend it. Okay. He, he I, it took me a long time to even realize it was Thomas Jane, just from, like, how he was acting, the way he's, like, pulling his face and his mm-hmm. farmer's tan. But right. it was great. It was right. a good movie. Right. Watch it. Yeah. But that's, a, that's like I said, that's of the three of the Stephen King movies that came out this year. Right. You know, Gerald's Game, uh, 1922, and, and Dark Tower. And, something four. and Dark There's Tower. Four. <laughs> four. <laughs> yeah. Four. Yeah. Yep. Dark Tower, which is a piece of shit. No yeah. Yeah. anyone's list. Yeah. That was a lot of really uh, worst it. movies. Lists. So, yeah. A- Alien Covenant, man, I'm, I'm not super proud of it. it. This was a real whittled down kind of come to just decide whether or not, and you know, it deserves a place. And it wasn't a piece of shit. It, I, if, if it wasn't a sequel to Prometheus I'd probably like it it was a, a complete I think it's a lot of the same reason why people didn't like The Last Jedi it felt like a letdown was a sequel I don't know I feel like if I it, when I watched that movie I watched it again and I feel like I can have a point I have to like, see it again for like every scene about why it sucks 
Yeah. Uh, the second time, just watching it, m- you thought uh, it, you liked it less after the second time. More, really? Just yeah. m- it bred mm. just more content for me. I can. Sure, I'm yeah. just sitting there, just being like, "Here's why this is stupid. This is why this is fucking stupid. This is why this is fucking." Well, stupid. here's the thing. I, I, I co- the lead up to this episode, I was like, "Am I gonna watch Alien Covenant again?" The, the, the val- nah, <laughs> I didn't really mm. want to. Oh man, I'm going to. I'm going do to it, watch it again. It. But yeah, What's so that's begrudgingly my eight movie. <laughs> How how enthusiastic am I? Okay, number right, seven. Uh, for number you. seven for me is Creep Two. Okay, you watch Creep One? No. Great. It's uh uh, fuck. What is his name? Uh, guy from the league. Uh, with the blonde guy. No, not uh Stephen Azizi, the other guy. Tell me his name right now. Um, it'll frustrate me. Uh, Mark, Duplass. Du- Mark Duplass. Mark Duplass. Mark sure. Duplass. Karen. That, Mark that Duplass. is who it is. It's Mark Duplass. Okay. Uh, and in the first one, it, it, both movies are just very uncomfortable. They're very uncomfortable and strange uh, kind of found footage movies about a, a serial killer. This sound, I've just read the synopsis. This sounds awesome. You should, I think both of them are on Netflix. Creep 2 just came out. Creep 1 came out like two years ago. It, it's so, so, no, I, good. Mark 2 Plus IMDb is great because you would never video, imagine that role. A video artist looking for work drives to a remote house in a forest to meet a man claiming to be a serial killer. But after agreeing to spend the day with him, she soon realizes that she made a deadly mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she went to hang out with a serial yeah. killer and realized it was a deadly mistake. Yeah, in the first one, uh, well, she doesn't believe him in the movie. Okay, that he is necessary, necessarily that. No, but the uh, the, the the first creep the first sounds one, like an even cooler. The plot. first one he doesn't know. When a videographer answers guy. a Craigslist ad for a mm-hmm. one day job in a remote mountain town, he finds his client is not at all what he initially seems. Yeah. That, sound, that sounds like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> very slow burn. Yeah. Okay. And uh, slow burn movies are very few and far between to do well, but when they are done well, they r- really get me. They really get sure. me. Like yeah. movies like House of the Devil and like Suspiria. Bone Tomahawk for me. Yeah, just stuff like that. It's really slow burn movies. When you sure. do them, you're just... You you really just the edging, thing? edging <laughs> someone. You're really just edging them yeah. into a fucking climax. The th- yeah. thing really pops Edging it off. I, I wouldn't burn. see the thing as a slow burn because what? no, because you get that first creature very yeah, you're very right. quickly. That's true. You know, I, so, just a very slow reveal can just really, really be a good. Movie. Yeah, you're right. I guess the thing isn't a slow burn as much, and it, it's it not feels a, like one. Yeah, it's not a horror, the type of horror movie that happens often, but when it does, mm. it usually is kind of done pretty well, and cool. I really, really connected that creep too. Yeah, Creep 2. I will definitely check that out. Creep 1 is better, but Creep 2 okay. is pretty good. And they're on Netflix. Cool. Uh, yes. If anyone wants to, I'm going to watch it too. Mm. Cool. Uh, number 7 for me, um, I already talked about it, so I don't need to again, is the Hitchcock shower scene. Not necessarily a horror movie, but a documentary about one of the best horror movies of all time. Fair enough. Counts. I, I counted it on my list that I struggled to complete. Yes. <laughs> 6 for me is it, so we can move on from there. Okay, so your it. 6 is it. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Um, for me, six was a cure for wellness. Nice. Are we talking about we, that? Look at us just, just fucking cruising. Five for me is Gerald's game, dude. This the endless list. This yeah, is gonna be so I'm easy. Moving. Uh, Gerald's game, great. That is mm-hmm. your number five, huh? Do you know what my mm-hmm. number five is? What is it? Gerald's game. Gerald's so game. Nice. Can, hey, we can lay this. Right Let's keep moving. Good one. Number uh, four. Number four. Bluebeard. Great. Bluebeard. Never heard of it. Is uh, it's a Korean movie. Uh, okay. Like we keep talking about for the past. Three years. Constantly churning out Koreans some of the best horror cinema. Just fucking killing it. Yeah. Also, now that I think about it right now, Train to Busan, 
probably should be on my own. No, it was last year. That was last year? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, it was damn. on so many people's horror I guess that's true. Year. Yeah, we did talk about them last year in review. And that did I we ever talk it. about it on the podcast? Because me and you got what? into a heated debate outside uh, of <laughs> the podcast about it. About zombies. But it was great. Oh, it was man. great. Incredible. Be, it, the zombie genre is so tired. Like, I guess it's not, it's not this year. But yeah, it's a great movie. Watch No zombie movies this year whatsoever. Great. I'm so happy. We about only it. got what like 11 seasons of The Walking Dead, where maybe yeah. every character um like progressed slightly and one person died. I'm gonna guess. Who gives a shit? I don't even know. I can't believe the move that has multiple shows and they're still going on. Fuck them. There's Fuck like the a zombies, new one. They're like, but they, okay, we got a new one. But in this new one, right? There's zombies, right? But here's the thing, right? It's about human drama. So <laughs> the zombies like don't even matter. Like the zombies <laughs> are almost like a metaphor. What do you think? Yeah. They're like, it's yeah, like five million dollars. It's like the humans. Humans in the end are the real monster. What a, what a novel idea. That's actually a cool concept, man. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm patenting that. If you ever use that for a movie, just... Yeah, I need money. But Bluebeard is about a... Uh, it's about a landlord. Oh. His, la- his landlord... Villainous already. This guy who's a doctor... Um, uh, guy is like a butt doctor, I think. Colonoscopy guy. What do you call it? An astrologist? An, an anal pr- professor. Uh, yeah, butt doctor. He, his landlord, he thinks he's a uh, serial killer, and uh, a lot of crazy stuff happens. I don't want to spoil it for you. I think it's on Netflix now, um, or on Hulu or something. I watched it on something. Um, let me see if I can. Maybe on up. Netflix, but watch Bluebeard. It's really great. And uh, also, I've been thinking about someone mentioned uh, came out to me and was like, "Hey, have you seen The Wailing?" Last week, and like yeah. now I can't stop thinking about The Wailing, and I need to watch that movie again, because that movie was goddamn Oh, man, amazing. that is so good. That movie was so fucking sick. The Wailing. Unbelievable. One of the... did I, Was it on our top ten last year? I don't know. I, 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 you know what it was? It should be. And you know what? Here's the thing. It wasn't I think, because I hadn't seen it. No, I, we no, both no, talked no. about it. It wasn't, but we talked about the next episode the, yeah. after We had that. both seen it. But The Wailing would be due. because It, the, it, was, the it might have been the best. It, the Wailing is a goddamn amazing, it would have been. Amazing it would have been my number two last year. It, wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't have topped The Witch, but it was yeah. Same. unbelievable. Same. Yeah. Watch The Wailing. Mm-hmm. Nothing like Man, it. Man, if The Wailing is still on Netflix, please, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen The Wailing... It was a masterful horror movie. Oh, yeah. Bluebeard is available on YouTube, Amazon, Vudu, Google Play, and iTunes, all for five bucks or under. Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe I... Very I, accessible. I, I, I watched it on one of those then. I, I will definitely check that out. Yeah, but give it a shot. Bluebeard's awesome. Is it? And it's like that classic Korean slow burn, slow horror mystery kind of thing? It's kind of like you don't know exactly what's going on. Yeah. You don't know what's what. You don't know what's true. A lot of it is like unreliable until the end, cool. you know? That's what um, they do. So they yeah. do. They they fuck with your head so yeah. well. Yeah. Those South Koreans. Mm-hmm. They nail it. North Korea. Not so much. Not so many films coming out of there. <laughs> I can't imagine not, why. Not a lot of uh, quality creative art coming. I out guess of North when Korea. your reality is For just some reason. so but South Korea. Shitty. <laughs> South Korea. Got, I'll, I'll be damned. The the ones that I uh, do hear take, about. Take note, North yeah. Korea. Why don't you? You know. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know, King, my man. King Jong, my God, yeah, King well, King Jong Eel. Hey, King, they, yeah, hey, King, King Eel, hey, King John Eel, yeah, the Eel King. Once you watch the Wailing, you yeah, put down them eels, little potato man. Yeah, put down those eels for a second. Cool, Bluebeard, you're number four. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, for me, number four is an exciting one that we haven't talked about yet, but I wasn't sure if you've seen. Mm-hmm. I just watched recently. Thank goodness, so I can include it on my list. Better watch out. I don't know what that is. It's incredible. It is um, 
it is a you are going to fucking love it. I wish that we did it for a Christmas episode. This is a Christmas horror movie that came out this year. Really? Yes. Oh, get better watch out. Yeah. You better not cry. Here's the thing. Uh, that, all right, I get it. Depending on where you look, it's. I'm not even going to quabble about this. It's 2016. Like for example, IMDb com- categorizes as 2016. Rotten Tomatoes categorizes as 2017. I'm just seeing from a Google search right now. Yeah, a lot of that shit happens. Cause still, like that mom and dad movie we're talking about, like qualified dis- as 2017, but it haven't come. It out has to yet. do with distribution. Yeah, um, they're all they all get weird. This movie yeah. came. This movie came out this year. Okay. Um, the director. This was like it, not low budget at all. Um, but the director, the podcast I plugged earlier, horror movie podcast. They went to a screening of this and interviewed the director. And I didn't listen to that episode. I, I but now I'm gonna go back and see it because or listen because I I wanted to hear it right off the bat. So I watched it the other night, dude. It is so awesome. Like hmm. I can't even really describe. I, I I really don't want to give away anything about this movie because there are so many twists and turns. This is just really? like a super sadistic Home Alone. Okay. Do you have a uh, anyone of note that I w- that we would know about? No. Okay. No. Com- Come all and all unknown. Field. All unknown. The director Chris Peckover. Don't have no idea. Um, the kid's name is Luke. Fantastic. Good name. Um, I can't give away anything about it. It's, it's incredible. Home Invasion. Um, Home Alone. Twists and turns. This movie is so beautifully shot. Like. The lighting is so fucking cool. Every shot features like 10 different lights. Christmas lights, baby. Right. Yeah. And the Christmas what lights an opportunity. are a thing in this yeah. movie. It become like a character. There's like a fish. Like, there's this fucking aquarium, this shot, and the whole... I'm like, what is what is with this fucking fish tank? What, what is going to go... And then the fish tank plays into a scene, you know? I mean, it's just... It's so well set up and so well done. Um, yeah, better watch out. Fuck. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Um, Christmas horror. There's even a good nod to Black Christmas in it. Nice. We just watched that. Means I showed Sarah that nice. uh, this this Christmas. And Very nice. She, I wanted to watch she, it this Christmas. She loved it. Oh, and it was so great. Good. It was great to watch again. It re- yeah. that movie really does rule. Oh, it's so, so much. cool. And if anyone hasn't seen it, like uh, check it out and then listen to our episode that we did Christmas horror last year with Sam first. It's a really I, good. Episode. I think that's my favorite uh, oldest movie. That we've done. That I, mean, I have me never, too. That yeah. I never watched. Me too. Like, I loved it. That was. I. I can't believe what that movie. How good that movie is. I hung out with and, uh, Ryan Flaherty last night, our guest for the Shining, the mm. episode that we just did, and the sh- and the thing. And he was like, "I think you got to give um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, another a uh, second chance." He's like, "It's not. It's pretty good." I was like, "No." I'm I mean, not. I don't think we said it was. It, it was bad. It was just you insane. liked it. You said you liked I mean, it. It was just insane. I didn't like it. It's at an all. insane movie. Yeah. Black Christmas though is like but it's Black a Christmas is, is incredible, yeah. And there's so many parts where we were just laughing so hard. I forgot how funny that movie is. Yeah, too. it's funny and absolutely horrifying. And it's just I got that seventies horror yeah. feel. Yeah. This movie doesn't have that at all. This movie is a fucking millennial horror movie. Like there's, it's not. There was another movie that came out this year directed by Mick G called The Babysitter. Did you see this? Oh uh, no, that was I saw that on like lists. It's that, on Netflix. I, like I was like searching like horror movies 2017. I kept seeing it pop up. I'm like I don't know what this is. Put it this way. I stupid. put Alien Covenant on my list instead of um instead of The Babysitter. Okay. But The Babysitter is Mick G directing a horror movie. Yeah, give us a shit about Mick G. You want some of this? Yeah, sure. Do you want some more uh, Yeah, we'd like to Chardonnay, shout out our Chardonnay. Yeah, Boda, our, our sponsor Box. for the night is Chardonnay Boda Box. Yeah, Baudinet. Um and this is and Akasi, the only we went to a different store than usual. Um yeah, Akasi so wine. Akasi. Akasi, you're still our number one. Yeah. We'll never forget about you. But we're at Box Wine this time, baby. You don't uh trick of the trade, when you buy a box of wine, you don't have to pay for a bottle a bottle deposit. Yeah. So right. just just a cool thing that you guys can know. Great to know. 
Um, cool. Better watch out. Number four. Definitely see it. I, I I'm trying to see where you can watch it. I watch. I I, I think kind of. It's not on Netflix, but. You can get it on like YouTube and I think iTunes. And stuff I'll definitely like that. get it. That sounds so you, great. I, check it out and let me know what you think of it. I think I think you will like it a lot. In the top like that, I because top I, four I, num- I number four dude, number four I, for I, me I, and I feel good about that. Yeah, because I think I saw posters for it, but I didn't give it any thought. I yeah, know. it's hard. To I wouldn't a, have checked it out, man. I you like know that. I just but it, unless I'd heard about, it, but it's eighty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Eighty eight percent. Yeah, it's got six point five out of ten on IMDb, and our boy Roger Ebert gave it a one out of four. So you know it's got yeah, some merit. Yeah, Roger Ebert. You know it's a good movie. However, Robert Ebert yeah. one out of four in horror movie is a five out of five. Yeah, it's an inverted system <laughs> an for inverted Robert system. E- for Roger Ebert. Exactly. It's like, oh yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. So if he doesn't like it, then it's great. Exactly. For me, yeah, you'll yeah. love it. He's um, a coward. Check- How is he alive? Right. You know? I well maybe not for much longer. <sighs> hopefully, um, everyone will check that out and um, let's talk about it on another episode because I want to hear what you think. Cool. Uh, number three is my last one before the horror movies that we talked about on my greater uh, scale. Yeah. But number three is a dark song. Uh, a movie okay. I implore you to watch. I implore yeah. everyone to watch. It's on Netflix. It is also kind of a slow burn movie. Okay. It's... Hmm. I don't know how to describe it. It, it, it. Except for for really a slow burn. You're not sure of, of uh, what's happening and what's real. It's very minimalist. Two actors, one house, hmm. and that's the setting. It's someone, it's an old, washed-up, alcoholic occultist and this uh, young mother, and she's trying to do a ritual in order to bring back her her kid. But this thing takes, like, months. It's based on a very old-school, actual Aleister Crowley, uh, like, rituals. Ooh. And it's it's, it's wild. It's it's a good movie. It's very interesting. How did you hear about this? Um, I will shout out uh, Adam Langwa, another comedian. He recommended to me Super Dark Times and a Dark cool. Song, two movies that have dark in it. But okay. he recommended them to me, and I got this. Sounds as, like a really dark, edgy comedian. And uh, this is 90 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's great. And and he yeah he gave those recommendations to me, and I, I watched them both, and I loved both of them. Very so cool. Shout poster. out uh, Adam Langwa, and uh, yeah, a dark song. You gotta you gotta watch it. A dark song horror. in Super Dark Times. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I will absolutely watch that. Um, and then I will spoil that number two and number one are the void and get out. So uh, you can just do yours. If you I have mean, anything different? W- no. I mean, the, for, it, three is the void, two is it, and one is get out. Yeah. We right. got here. Um, but um, actually, my number one horror movie, um, it was a tie between get out and Paddington 2. <laughs> that, it, ha- that, Hugh Grant's villainous you know, performance. It, uh, do you have any idea how much Paddington 2 has on Rotten Tomatoes? I'd imagine extremely high. Do I you, heard. Do you want to know? Like, can I guess? Yeah. 93. 99. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> 99. Oh, God. I won't watch those movies. He, Paddington Bear creeps me out more than, like, a shark does. Like, it's... It's lifeless. Yeah, it's, black yeah, eyes. Yeah, it's fucking gross. <laughs> he has no pants on, and he's English. Like, I don't know. It bothers me. I don't like it. Who, who Hugh Grant? I can't imagine. <laughs> is that who it is? Almost like someone. No, Hugh Grant is is like the the. the guy, adver- like, Paddington, stop! It. Stop it, Paddington! Paddington, excuse stop me! Stop being a bear! <laughs> yeah, it's like you go to prison and 
he goes to prison in this one and he has yeah, I don't yeah, know just so. a, what, looking at the poster and he's eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that's in the shape of a two Hugh, <laughs> like, Hugh Grant like, I, I watched the Hugh Ugh. Grant interview with Jimmy Fallon and a Hugh Grant called this movie a masterpiece so yeah. I don't usually talk formally about my movies, but, but this but movie is, is, is actually a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It literally, I refuse that. to watch it. I boycott Pennington Bear. Both movies are rated so high. I would, on running to make, I would slap tomatoes, you if you but, paid money to see Paddington. But goddamn, looking at him, looking at the bear is just—it's not good for me. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, it creeps me out. You think Paddington's creepier than uh, Ted? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because Ted's just naked. This guy, he's wearing like a hat and top clothes well, and no bottom clothes. I actually feel like he's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel you. Yeah, yeah, I feel like he's a pervert. You know? Yeah, that's like, kinda, like Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. Only yeah. wears a shirt. Yeah. Red. Bears still have dicks, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, big ones. Yeah. Big slobbers. The Revenant. Yeah, The Revenant. You see that 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 dick, his balls just. Half the scenes is the ball just wiping <laughs> just over a, his it's really bloody just face. really soft rape. Spreading the blood yeah. all over his body. Yeah. The Revenant, number one of 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's it. Wait, 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 was, so what was your number one? My number one I'm was Get to... Out. Number two was The Void. Oh, so we were, okay. My Get, yeah, my yeah. Void was number three. Um, um, get Out, yeah, it's like, um, duh. <laughs> it was the best. Yeah. Two, um, uh, three honorable mentions. Okay. Well, I will say, yep. so Clown was technically released this year. Oh, but, but we but we, But we talked about that. A year and yeah. a half ago like it was really yeah. you could have watched that movie two years ago yeah so, it's like 2014 I, so right? i don't count that like it, that's it had some distribution listen if but it had wider Clown. distribution this year then it, i think yeah. it does bear mentioning because yeah. it is a really good movie okay but for us we're so far ahead of the game you know oh, i know we we talked about that on last year's uh, halloween yeah uh, honorable mention uh Jigsaw, I like still. Yeah, do you like it? I love, I the, I love the Saw movies. Look, we're not going to do a Saw episode, and I'm sorry to all our listeners. Brandon wanted to, and I shot it down. I want to so bad. I'm not going to watch. Them, I'm dude. not going to watch all of them again. It's, I, I have I, I have food that I want to eat, and I don't need to see some guy get his bones slowly geared out of his skin. It's I'm a good. Lot to take in, I but saw it's that so in theaters in high school. So ridiculous. I don't want to see it again. I'm an adult male now. I think maybe as an adult, it'll make a fresh light on it, and I'm you good. could enjoy them more. No, now I have and real, a new vector. You're right. a, you're a podcaster a, now. You're bo- a broadcaster. Bo- body horror is not something that appeals to me anymore. I have a bad knee. My ankle hurts. I play bass for two hours a night, and my wrist is all creaky. I have no opinion. I, I don't want to. I, I have no desire to see somebody's hand get bent backwards you'd because le- you value your life not because of bear traps I'm getting older and weaker and more feeble and the the idea of my physical mortality is I'm more real every day i got saw bits now i have a whole saw set that I've i know you really milked the yeah. saw shit this year yeah i did i got really in a saw you got to say you I never did. posted it i i told oh, you I on an episode post it. i gotta find that Brand, i'm gonna make brandon post it okay. from the dead last podcast but he did a whole fucking bit at Def Jam. Def Jam saw. Yeah, it, it, yeah. You gotta. You have to see it. it, Do you it, it, it is your life. Yeah. You have to. Please post that. Yeah. Maybe this will be some more. You know when you with a bitch. <laughs> the, I, uh, I didn't mention on an epi- uh, before on that episode that I, we saw it a friend. Oh, you you saw it a friend. We, we saw it, well, we saw it one of our friends. We had this whole concept. What we were gonna do is, um, his name's uh Hallis. Shout out Hallis. Dirty Hal. We used to call him. Um. We were gonna saw him, and so we were gonna. Uh, he like, this was years ago. He used to smoke cigarettes a lot. I guess he still is. But the concept was we were gonna get him really drunk, and um, like blackout, pass out drunk, and bring him into Rory, my drummer, my buddy's like creepy basement, and have him sleep down there. You know, he wakes up, and we're gonna have a series of traps set, and we're gonna have a vocal thing, and 
And it was basically like they revolved around the idea of having a pack of Marb 27s, which is what he smokes, in a giant rusty bear trap that our friend French had. Nice. So it's going to be just like, he's going to have to it's like, Alice, all your life you've enjoyed Marb's 27s. Yeah. Now you no. have, you'll be down in this you, basement for the next <laughs> 17 hours. You want that mellow party cigarette right. in your mouth right now. So it's going to be revolve around just the concept of him being in confined to a basement with a pack of cigarettes in a bear trap. How much? And, he, and the bear trap wasn't yeah. going to be on, but it was the psychological thing. So anyway, so that was the plan. And we um, we all <laughs> it was pretty fucked up. We got him drunk. Um, we like pretended to do shots, and he kept doing them, like in the idea to do this like uh, scene. And we eventually just ended up picking him up and putting him in a big dog cage. <laughs> Nothing came from it. Nothing happened. He, he just got the, angry and you know, screamed, and we were like, "This is weird," and we just let him out. <laughs> It was more just a weird experimental night of some young uh, guys. Um, it wasn't so much a saw as it was just like a distur- <laughs> disturbing experience, I'm sure, for him. What I do to Sarah all the time is I do saw speeches, except I emphasize the wrong thing that doesn't like, mean anything. Like, <laughs> like I imagine you putting, like, imagine you put those cigarettes on that bear trap and, like, you've always loved this mellow party cigarette. How much time before... <laughs> You reach out and take one. That's not. That's and what then, he does. Yeah. He emphasizes time yeah, yeah. every time. But, but then he'd be like, "Time? Like, wait, what?" And it's like, but it has nothing to do, like, with any any part of the puzzle. <laughs> it's like, how many times before you smoke again? See, that works yeah. better. The whole <laughs> thing with like, Jigsaw is about time. Yeah, maybe you want the to. Time is the concept. Perhaps you want to smoke <laughs> a cigarette. And it's like, wait, what? Like that has to mean something. Is it hot? Is the trap hot? Dude, like, John am I gonna Kramer, burn to Shout death? out, John Kramer. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I just I want to. Here's do a pack of cigarettes on top of a bear. Yeah, trap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on top of a bear trap. <laughs> just enunciating. It's right like, now. wait, am I supposed to get naked? Yeah. <laughs> like, what does this mean? Uh, that's what I want to do. Is just a set of just like, <laughs> just putting the emphasis on wrong traps, <laughs> on wrong parts of the trap. You'll notice I'll there's re- a re- latch the, uh, yeah, yeah. attached to the back of this yeah. bear trap. You might want to get the key. Well, that's, a, that's a key word. Lock. All right. Um, <laughs> that's good saw. Good Great. saw, bet fodder. But let, let's end with uh, We're not doing a saw episode. I don't okay. want to watch that. Uh, uh, that's your honorable, honorable mention, Jigsaw. I, I will absolutely be seeing it when it's available to rent. Cool. Uh, anything else that was good? Cult of Chucky. Okay. Black Coat's Daughter. All I right. hated Cult of Chucky. It was okay. No. I don't know. And Chucky is what it is. It's nothing special. I like I like the Child's Play movies a lot, and that was disappointing. Any other any HBs by you or HMs? By um, you? I only I didn't have horror HMs. I I had um my my HMs for um just regular movies. I had Kong Skull Island. Okay, that was okay. I thought it was just fun action B movie. I'll give Ingrid Goes West. I'll give that. I'll get an HM. Sure. Um, yeah, and then I had Lego Batman. Um, oh, I want to see. I want to see that. It's, it's fun. It wasn't as good as Lego movie, it, but it was the best Batman movie come out this year. <laughs> I'll say that. It's probably for damn sure. I read some article um, lists of the best ever Batman or the most, uh, uh, you know, like the most qualified Batman, and Lego Batman was like number two <laughs> because it, it just uh, it it really is such a good like if you're a, really a Batman fan, Lego Batman is so good. Like, just makes fun of it. He's just this like lonely guy but he's all rich and he's like kind of conceited like and he's like hey go he like shows up to the justice league party he's like oh 
like, you guys are having a party. Cool. I'll come in. Like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. all right. Everyone, Batman's here. Yeah, like, Batman's oh, just like a downer. He's yeah. just like the goth kid. That's why I, yeah. like, I like how they make it. Yeah, and his whole thing, he, yeah. He's, he's the goth kid. And his parents, yeah, yeah. He's funny. with his parents. Yeah. And he's really lonely. Parents, dead parents. It like, was really good. a song in the Lego movie. Yeah. yeah. Parents are dead. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Okay, so that, I mean that's it. That's it for HMs. Um, cool. But I, oh. I I do want to get into my the, just the, the the worst and biggest yeah. disappointments. Okay. Um, biggest disappointment for me in horror this year was Jeepers Creepers three. Do you watch it? I boycotted it, dude. It's I, hard to it's hard to find to watch. I'm not gonna. I don't know. Fuck him, especially for like the like is, I remember the time in the podcast where like we literally were like figuring that out that he was together. a child molester. Yeah. 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 And yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Jeepers Creepers aren't good enough movies for me to care about seeing three. Okay, uh, so well, like, I don't. I disagree with that. But let me. Yeah. What, what, are you are you gonna not watch any Kevin Spacey or Louis, Kevin Spacey or Louis C.K. now that they they like J.O. in front of girls and stuff? I think it's a little different than being a convicted pedophile. I totally. There's a little. I totally it was a little more gray. I totally. A little agree. more gift. So, but can you not enjoy Jeepers Creepers now because this guy takes pictures of the little boys? I I. I was, and I, that's I'll, not a judgmental I'll, question. Hey, that's an I'll honest still question. always love powder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the debate, uh, no, and I don't want to get. I do not want to get into that debate. No, no, to be, it no, is, to, it is no, to the debate fair, of the year, I, I, and we're not if, talking if, about relevant if, stuff. If, Jeepers, if I like Only Jeepers Creepers more, maybe it would be a thing. But how I, do you I, not like Jeepers Creepers? They're just okay. What? They're original. I think they are. But they are beyond okay. But Jeepers Creepers one and two. They are don't. They don't iconic, mean that much. To are me. iconic modern horror. They don't mean that much to me. Really? The giant truck beating you. Okay. I love them. I, Jeepers Creepers two to me is is far superior to the original, and that's like an unpopular opinion because other people are wrong. I guess it's a much better movie. Um, I was so excited, man! There were so many ways you could have done a Jeepers Creepers three. There were so many cool plots you could have done with this thing, and it was just so fucking stupid. I mean, the, it's it a, the, a TV movie. Well, it was very TV movie. Yeah. It's because all the bad publicity got about uh, out about Victor Salva, and no production companies picked up the movie, so he had to fund it financially his himself. It's insane that it takes uh, what thirty years to, to for people to figure out that a guy's convicted pedophile. I know, also. right? Like, <laughs> like you're just figuring this out right now. Like, <laughs> it is the season. You serve jail for uh, fucking that kid on the movie he directed. Right, like, it's Jesus, like did people like, not oh, know? You know and knows like no, she's like, just like, oh, now now. Eliza oh, felt guilty about giving him. Work I just now. read this thing the other day. Eliza right. Dishku just came out. She you, she was a little girl on the set of um, True Lies, and she was yeah. like she was like molested by the stunt coordinator. Yeah, that's and it was a really up. like disturbing article show because she was a little girl, and she's like my hand, my life were in this guy's hands every night, mm-hmm. and he molested her. It's, it's fucked up, but that's fucking crap. I mean, that was decades ago. And it's what just I mean, out. and Corey Feldman's been yelling about that shit for years. I believe it. I was a bad fucking place. Dude. Hollywood is fucked. Yeah. I don't know why people are really Oh, wait, everyone in Hollywood shitty what? Yeah, no, I oh, No, I, but no, but Oprah 2020 that, for all sure. All that all that stuff, dude. I oh, I believe all that I, shit about I, those horrible like high-end like Hollywood dudes. Of course. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein, he's a piece of shit. It, it's fucked up. But um but look, a- anyway, all that fucking shit aside cuz everyone hears enough about that. Mm-hmm. Just talking about the movie's sake, Jeepers Creepers 3 really got fucked because of all that outside shit. And it is a shame because I thought it was a really cool original horror movie that could have gone so many ways. It's this creature that just like every 27 years or whatever it feeds on people. I came up with a cool Jeepers Creepers concept of old farmers farmer community like cornfield back in like the early 19th century 
And oh, like, Golden Prix, yeah. And, and the monster Hell just yeah. comes up, and it just starts some, picking some or, people some out of the sky. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Because it's like every whatever year. But, but, no, but, but here's the thing. Because that's Not, why they, they did one and two within the same, like, 24-hour yes. kind of, or like, like 48-hour period. So Jeepers Creepers that's takes a deal. Jeepers Creepers takes place between one and two. So it's all the same killing So Jeepers spree. Creepers 3 takes place between yes, one and two? Yes, one and two, yeah. And it's oh, like a bunch of yeah. isolated experiences. It, it's and it's it's that very hodgepodge. Yeah. Nah, it wasn't. But that's the yeah. thing. If this creature exists, he's, it, he's like, I made my rules, so now I have to like begrudgingly <laughs> well, make them like this. You know one. what's ironic? Yeah. Victor Salva made up that that thing that twenty seven years every twenty seven years it gets a hunt. He made that as a throwaway line in the first movie, so he wouldn't get roped into a sequel. Now Jeepers <laughs> Creepers comes out and it makes now, so much money. Get. He gets hired yeah. for a sequel. He makes a sequel. The sequel makes more money than the original. How ironic is it that this guy couldn't get distribution for his third movie? <laughs> Make him. your own bed and lie in it Whatever. with a little boy. Yeah, with a tiny child. Ugh. Okay. Okay, we're better than uh, this. We're better. All right. um, uh, my piece Jeepers of Cruiser. shit. Yep. My piece of shit is uh, it comes at night. Fuck you. Oh, wait, wait me too. That's, a, that's also I, on my dishonorable I mention. I wanted you so bad. Yeah. I was ready for you. That movie sucks. I, I I made the bed. I lit some candles. I thought you were. I thought you told yeah, no. me you liked it. No, no, no. Man, somebody else. I was ready to accept you into my life. That movie sucks. And you you fucked me. What a pe- what a waste of time. Me. It felt like an episode of The Walking Dead. Nothing advanced, and I felt nothing for the characters. And uh, spoiler, somebody died at the uh, end. Hey, spoiler alert! For it comes at night. Yeah, you can spoil this movie. You know this what comes sucks. at night? Tell me what comes at night. Um, I, uh, th- some other guy. Nothing, nothing <laughs> comes at night. Nothing comes. There's nothing. There's not the night doesn't even factor in the plot. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the the complaints about this movie, largely and understandably, are that it takes place in the day. Yeah, <laughs> which it does. It, maybe uh, the way they marketed this movie was a little fucked up. Like I mean, they they marketed yeah. it in the, this way. They made it look good. The Man, trailer's yeah, really very good. good, and it is very much an indie movie, yeah. and it's more about it is kind of about like tense social atmosphere, but it's kind of just like falls. Apart, it's not as cool as they present it to be, like, or as it should have been. It was like, it, you could have made the it idea, cool. You could, you could have, you could have, like, even for like the script and for what it was and for the idea yeah. of it. it was decent. You, you could have done better by it, and but I you don't know think it was done justice for. Whoa. How many movies have we seen, man? Post-apocalyptic dystopian future family on their own fending for themselves. Yeah, enough, dude. Like the Clive Barker Children of Men was cool, but even that got kind of fucking. They wanted to do like an artsy Tony the Road. Yeah, you know that's what they wanted. That's what it was. It was an. I don't know. It was an artsier the Road, and the Road is just Viggo Mortensen walking around with a trash bag for fucking three hours. Yeah, and that's at least like something. I don't know. And that was decent at best. Um, I'm t- 100% with you. That was yeah, one of the it comes at night. That hurt me the most this year. And I, that was like, I had it, and I was like, am I going to, I was like, I hated that. There's no way that's going on. Um, two movies that I wanted to see that I didn't are Annabelle Creation. I have no interest in that at all. Didn't you like The Conjuring too? Not, not super particularly. Oh, okay. So yeah, you wouldn't. Then. I, I did. Um, and The Bye Bye Man. Bye bye kids. man. The trailer I mean, it looks like, like a lame high school horror. Well, well movie. it's called the bye bye man. Yeah. But I, I'll watch some high school kids get killed by a guy in a hood. Yeah, that's the that's the inner fucking fifteen year old in me. Or no, sorry, twelve year old. Fifteen, that was so much bad. more mature. Um, a movie I wish I finished. I didn't finish Raw. Uh, oh yeah, I wanted to watch that. The cannibal movie. I watched half of it. Um, oh, you watched half of it, it by um this based on the Stephen King novel. <sighs> God damn it. Wow, have we? we that was my number uh, two. Cornered ourselves like this. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, the half I watched was very good, and I want to finish it because it's it's ranked very high in a lot of places. Yeah, a lot and of people I like need I to watch it. Yeah, it's supposed to be good. Uh, French horror movie called Raw. I think it might be on Netflix or some streaming site, but look for it. I'll watch it because vegetarians piss me off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. Um, you have cool. any other? Um, oh, 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 oh! Worst of the year for me. More worst of the year. Yeah, I, I have a one. Mm-hmm. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. That was actually vying for my top ten. I love, I like the Planet of the Apes movies. You and everybody I, else, I love movies. Suck. Uh, I'm such a big fan of the the original six. Oh, you really? You see, of all oh, six? Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, dude. Okay, they're fucking, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, dude, I'm with they're you. Cool. I don't, I can't say I've seen all six, dude. I, I have, I have a couple. Okay. Of they're great. I, the original is uh, it is a masterpiece, them. and I, yeah. and I, I think the new version of it. It's cool and compelling. It's not high art, but it's like fun. It's but Andy Circus jerk off motion and, capture and fucking three D gorilla shit. I'll be totally shit. honest with you. It's, I've watched. I've downloaded the past two, so I'm not sure if they do have subtitles. But I've watched them. No, without. Why would they have subtitles? Because they talk mostly in. Uh, oh, for the sign language. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. They have subtitles yeah. for that. <laughs> I downloaded the a Japanese two. bootleg. I don't know. No. Do they always have Japanese dubbing? I've watched the past two without subtitles. So I'm kind of like trying to figure out by just like attitudes of what's going on. And I get it. I wish I did have subtitles. But, you know, we're not all fucking privileged rich kids who can buy movies online. So we have to download them without <laughs> subtitles. So I've watched the past two. I've learned a lot of sign language. Look, and you can I put like your cable movies. bill on your credit card yeah. and then just be hundreds of dollars in debt. I like, not like I, I like am. them. I like them. They're fun. and They're not fun. That's not the word. <laughs> they are so not, not fun, fun they're at not all. Fun. They're not fun, dude. They uh, but, suck, dude. But you're I like delusional. Them. I like you're, them. You're 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 lost in your fucking cloud of nostalgia. You like the original panel. These movies are not good, and you're fucking. I, like them. I think they're lost and misguided, like the rest of the American. I think they're, I think they're interesting, and I think it's an interesting idea of you think them. That the, an an interesting to, to movie do, was in uh, your top a retelling 10. of the Planet of the Apes and how it kind of started. I think it's more of a realistic idea than doing like the time travel, fucked up, crazy, like pet rebellion that happened in in the originals. The but, I, yeah. I thought that the the first movie with James Franco, the Rise of the Planet of the Apes, was cool. Like that was yeah, interesting. Cool. But oh, yeah. and then um, the second one, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, was okay. They're get this was a war for the Planet of the Apes, and there was no action or violence in it. It was a prison break movie. It was yeah. like this group of six monkeys got kidnapped by this group of 20 monkeys and you're like oh no 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 it's just it dude it was so stupid woody harrelson what what are you doing man he's like he's he's a mercenary killing a family of chimpanzees oh man that movie sucks. Uh, i'm gonna pee really quick so i'm gonna pee my pants i want to talk about a couple of movies that are gonna come out then we'll end okay so okay. we'll take a real time break for how long break. it takes you to pee. yeah 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 you, you can just talk <sighs> Because I might not remember to cut it, so if we don't, right. then... Right. Okay. Yeah, um, all right, Brandon left <coughs> to pee, <laughs> allegedly. He's probably smoking a cigarette in the bathroom, alone, crying, as most millennials do these days. Don't be fooled by what people tell you about these new Planet of the Apes movies. These movies are pieces of shit. These movies are an excuse for movie houses with lots of fucking, a huge production budget to test out new motion capture gear with Andy Serkis. Let's make him an orangutan. Oh, here I am. An orangutan, yeah. I think I'll take over the world. I will. 
It's complete fucking garbage. It sucks. War for the Planet of the Apes. You're gonna put Woody Harrelson in a movie, and you're, you're you, you don't just put a cowboy hat on him and give him a fucking AK-47, and now he's like a general. He's just Woody Harrelson. He's a general, and he hates monkeys. This movie was pitched as the end of a trilogy, war. This is all war. It, it was an uprising, and then it was some battles, and now this is the war. There is no violence. There is just the monkeys get there. There's so many shots of of the the main monkey just being sad. Or in this movie, it's Caesar's son, and he's just sad. It's like you don't have to make a movie about this. I chimpanzees are sad. These are intelligent species that are confined to captivity and and being locked up in a zoo and have to fucking eat a banana for some rich little jewish new york kid to suck his lollipop to and 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 watch through his iphone 10 that's what monkeys are and that's what um if we want to make a powerful monkey movie let's make it about that and um i'll just say that this trilogy i'm glad to see it end you talked about monkey movies my entire p yeah do you talk about Mighty Joe Young? I could keep going. No, Mighty Joe Young is awesome. What's your favorite monkey movie Dunstan checks in? Um, MVP? No. Uh, King Kong. King Kong. Uh, Jeff Bridges version. Jeff Bridges? Yeah, Jeff's Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what one was the, Jeff the Bridges se- The 70s King Kong. Oh, I never watched that. With, with what? Jess- with Jessica Lange? Jeff Bridges and, and Charles Grodin in 1976. No, only I didn't know Jeff Bridges was even in that movie. What? I watched the original and I watched the Peter Jackson one. Peter Jackson one is is, is okay. Um, I like the Peter Jackson one. I like it too. It's a little long and it is a little too it's, long. It gets a little annoying. But King, King Kong 1976 when it comes out. Um, we talked a little bit about the uh, the Kirk Hammett monster exhibit that I saw mm-hmm. uh, at the Peabody Essex Museum. It was. It's such a cool poster. It's like the drawn gorilla holding like a flaming plane. They utilize these giant posters for the when this movie came out in theaters in 1976. And the idea was these giant billboards that made you feel really small. It was just a really cool per, um, promotion campaign. Hell yeah! But I literally don't and have nothing else to say about um, monkey movies. So. You went off. You had a good tangent. I don't know. We'll see. Monologue. I haven't logged. But we'll find out. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. thanks for filling the time. I had a good pee. No problem, man. Cool. So let's move on to the third and final part. That will probably be a little quick. But uh, the movies that will come out in 2018. Cool. We, I'm going to go pee. Uh, uh, <laughs> don't, don't you fucking do that to me. Uh, so we there are a couple things that we did say in the last one that were supposed to come out this year that did not. Uh, such uh, okay, as like what? Mag. Oh, you're right. A Megalodon movie. Yeah. Uh, Hellraiser. The new Hellraiser. Oh, who cares? That was supposed to come out last year. It will come out this year. Apparently, they were saying a lot of times that Clive Barker was very involved, and he's just recently went on record to say he has nothing to do with this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ma- Meg is a movie that we've talked about since the first episode of this podcast. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. If yeah. you look at... I, Meg has been devel- it, 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 development it, it, hell yeah. forever. It's my number two most anticipated movie of 2017. Yeah. I just want to see, see how big that shark I is. Want, I can't Tell fucking wait. Tell me how big it is. You told me about Tell the... Tell me. I, I've tried to find the book yeah. um, in uh, the Boston University Barnes & Nobles. Uh, surprisingly, they don't carry it. Nothing? Did you try threaten to burn it down? Say one match literally will set this entire store on fire with I walked in there with an automatic other weapon. Store. And, yeah, li- yeah, just one match is all it takes... Barnes and Noble. Count your blessings. Be happy you're still open. Okay. 
Kindles no, 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 exist. No, 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 no. Count us lucky that that Barnes and Noble is over. <laughs> Barnes and Noble is a land. <laughs> I don't look at Barnes and Nobles like a blockbusters. Okay, I'm. Barnes and Nobles is an incredible establishment. Ooh. Barnes and Nobles is what Christmas shopping was founded on. <laughs> yeah, I could just buy, go to Barnes and Nobles for my whole family. True spirit, get everything. Um, but Meg is my number. I, I can't fucking wait for this movie. Jason Statham, Jason Statham fights a funny. prehistoric megalodon a shark, shark. Bigger than and it's not sci-fi. It's not a sci-fi yeah. movie. It's a, I, right. I, I'm so excited to see what ship. big budget CGI. Them pushing this movie back doesn't does uh, it doesn't bother me, man. I get enough stupid shark movies to hold me over. Give me this. Make this good. I can see this being an 86 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We'll see. I don't. Visually stunning so. and emotionally engaging. I don't have that many high hopes for it, but I oh, hope I it do. is good. I hope it is. I, um, another one that I think was on our last episode was Halloween, and we weren't sure what's going on with it. It is confirmed for but, 2018. But it is happening in written. Uh, we might have talked about this maybe last episode or a couple before, but uh, by Danny McBride. Yeah. Not starring in, but Danny McBride yeah, is writing it, and yeah. he has gone on record just tons of times talking about how big of a fan of he is. He is of it, and, and of, it's not of a like, comedy whatsoever. Yeah, and of of like where it succeeds and where it fails, and he's it is from two. So Halloween one yeah. and two have happened. It's and, a sequel to Halloween, and it's, yeah, a, ha- it's awesome. a sequel to Halloween two. And Jamie Lee Curtis and I think is that's in it. Super fucking cool. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, and John Carpenter is producing it yeah. by Danny by a script by Danny McBride. It seems what's like, what can go wrong. The, the way let's find the out. Way Danny Mc, I, first of all, I love Danny McBride, of course, like yeah, as an too. actor and a writer. He's bounding down. He's fucking hilarious show. and amazing and yeah. cool. And but yeah. the but just the way he's been talking about this yeah. movie, he seems nervous seen, but excited. It, yeah, exactly. It se- he seems very like tepid. He's like, I know some people fuck this up, and like, but he. He seems to have so much respect yeah. for the uh, for Man, the I'm so, uh, idea of I'm it so excited. and for the fans of it, and that that makes me so excited. About so exciting it. That, that, McBride, that he is so nervous. I, I about will it. put my favorite movie in Danny yeah. McBride's hands. Yeah, I will happily do it. He yeah, is gladly. one one of the great comedy minds I think of our generation. Yeah, and I I really hope it does well. I really I, hope it does I, well. I have such high hopes for this. I think it's going to be incredible. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah, Danny McBride. It's my. Nu- we're with you. We're with you, we Danny. Stand with you. We're with you. Not with Rob. We're not. We're with not Rob w- Zombie. Well, no, no, no. I'm kind of with Rob. I mean, we've said things about him where you, we can't really. I want and say we're Rob. I want side. you. to... You live in my hometown. I need you to check out my podcast. I need you to do a music video for me. It's too late. I've shouted He's you never out. gonna come on here, Luke. Just let it go. He He's lives in my home. He lives on. down the street from my friend's he co- house. He does videos. He he complains what is he doing? about the skateboarding. Thirty-one. He complained about the skateboarding. Yes, that's a resu- been resolved. Okay. Well, don't move to Kent CT if you don't want to be sick, bruh. Sorry. All right. Can't okay. all grow up to work for Monster Energy and play rock bands, bro. Okay. Do you want me to do a couple before giving you the treat, or do you want a treat right now? Uh, treat, yeah. Do you want a treat? Well, Halloween, uh, by, Halloween and Meg are my one and two most anticipated. So we knocked that out. How for about me. this? How about Deep Blue Sea 2? Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Do you want me to shut the fuck up? Because I will if you want me to, or I can talk about it. Uh, this is news to me. This when is, I said shut is, the fuck up, this Siri is just said, hey, Siri, do you want to talk to me about Arkansas? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Siri, do you want to talk to me about Nar- Arkansas? This is news to me. When I say shut the fuck up, Siri, just said, hey, Siri, do you want to talk to me about Arkansas? Hey, Siri, do you want to talk to me about art inside this nearest to me when I say shut the fuck up, Siri? Uh, th- that's interesting. See what's happening? Look, it's saying everything I'm saying. <laughs> it just keeps going. That's that's uh, Siri for you. So Deep Blue Sea 2. It's I better think... than all the Planet of the Apes movies. So it's uh, two bull sharks. It's... It's it started shooting in South Africa, right now. Wow. Um, 
a brilliant billionaire named Carl Durant is experimenting on bull sharks, which soon rebel and cause havoc on a group of scientists. So it takes place in a giant ship that is uh, is a giant uh, science ship. So it's built with all these like mazes and things for these sharks to kind of travel around in. Okay. Right? And it's supposed to be kind of a predator-esque group. Uh, the guy who wrote it uh, said it, he wanted it to be like Sergeant Rock versus sharks. Sergeant, Sergeant Rock. Rock. Sergeant Rock was like it was a comic book about this like military sergeant. So kind of like a ragtag okay. uh, group of military guys versus a bunch of mutant smart sharks inside of a ship in the middle of the ocean. The uh, snot, yeah, a brilliant billionaire named Carl Durant is experimenting on bull sharks, but soon rebel and cause havoc for a group of scientists. Dude, I haven't heard of this. I'm. S- Please do this. I can't believe you didn't hear about it. I can't either. I, I, I was I'm on a couple so sites looking up. So excited! Wow. Because Deep Blue Sea, we both love it. Do you, yeah. you want any more? Little, little daddy. Um, I can't wait. Um, is this confirmed for twenty for twenty eighteen? Uh, hold on. Let me talk into the mic instead of pouring you box wine. Uh, shout out uh, Chardonnay. Shout out uh, Baudonnet. It it is. It does say twenty eighteen is already is halfway through shooting, I believe. Um Dude. You gotta pee? Yeah. Okay. Well Luke's gonna go pee, so I'm gonna fill time now. And I'm just gonna talk about um sharks, I guess. So uh, Deep Blue Sea is a great movie. Uh it deserves a sequel. It probably won't be as good as the first because there's a lot of things about Deep Blue Sea that are great. Samuel Jackson dying in the middle of that giant speech. They're probably going to try to do something crazy to recapture that idea. But, I don't know. Shark movies in general, they fuck with me. Sharks are evil creatures. I don't like it. Jaws will get me every time. Every shark movie. Even if I watch uh, Shark Week on Discovery Channel... Like, I will watch parts through my eyes because I can't handle it. Planet Earth, like, it doesn't matter. They freak me out. So it's kind of cheap, I guess. I don't, I don't, like, what other movie Besides Orca, you know, what other real creature? They, they have The Beast, which is a TV movie uh, by a novel by the same guy. Peter Wellers, is that the guy who wrote Jaws? He did the beast, and they get a TV movie. I remember the, the it's a giant octopus, and it steals a baby out of a stroller in one scene. And I think that's cool. I think more uh, babies should be stolen. It's kind of the witch. Maybe that's where the witch uh, got their idea for a, a baby-stealing scene. It's an octopus. You know? I refuse to believe that you peed that fast. War for the Planet of the Apes sucks! <laughs> what are we talking about? You yeah. pe- you really peed? <clears throat> I smoked a cigarette and peed. You just fucking with me? That's <laughs> what this is. No. I was talking about how I I figure the witch got their idea from the movie The Beast. Oh yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, the Beast is a movie that uh, the guy who wrote Jaws. He wrote this movie The Beast. It's about a giant octopus, and there's a but, part where it steals mm-hmm. a baby from a stroller. She goes to see the baby. It's there for a second, then it's not because it took it with its tentacle. So the witch probably stole that idea of the baby being mm, gone from, from there. David Eggers. Like the same shit happened like the Batman Returns. David, oh, David Eggers. What a, what a sweet uh, transition. David Eggers this year is directing a remake of Nosferatu. Really? Nosferatu. Uh, which was already tried by our, our boy... Um, What's his name? Werner Herzog. Yeah. yeah. Um, let, that, let, that's dope. Let's do a Nosferatu episode then. I've never seen the whole movie. 
Uh, I think I did when I was very young. Yeah, let's do it. I lost the thing. Um, can I get into a couple of uh, the yeah. movies that I'm really stoked mm-hmm. about? These are movies that all begin with the that I'm very excited about. The Predator. Yes. We've talked about it a lot. Yes, we did. Shane I Black. hope it actually comes out this year because I think we probably talked about this in the last one too. I don't know. Yeah, it, you might be right. You know? yeah. I think it's about time. It's probably, it's been in development it's listed, for such a long time. It's listed as 2018. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we got the other half of Keen Peel in there. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, Keenan Michael Key. He's going to be in it? Yeah. Oh, cool. He's going to be in there. Oh, good. Uh, I think he's a lead actor in it. I like that. He's but great. But hopefully we'll be cool because Shane, uh, Shane Black, he was a, he was an actor in the first yeah. Predator and did all the stunt all coordinating, the, I think. Right. All, all the jokes with the, the, yeah. the chief. Um, <clears throat> it was so cool when the um, poster for this dropped. It was a, like a GIF poster. Did you see it? It was the no. Predator and it, it, it was lightning came down and lightning in the shape of the Predator. Kind oh, of yeah. like a ode to the Predator uh, to Predator Two, so really excited about that. Um, second um, that I'm excited for is The Nun, which is a spinoff of Conjuring Two. I, I get it. You don't like it. You don't. You know, this is my I, this is my my section. I'm talking about it. We get that. Yeah, you, yeah, you can talk. We get that you don't like the Conjuring Two. I mean, the, the noises Congrats. I made weren't audible on mic. You didn't Con- have a Congra- on He just time. he just rolled his eyes and started drumming on his chair. I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh. I think it's gonna. I, the Conjuring Two is awesome. The Nun's probably gonna suck. I don't know. That's a, it, 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 if it's directed by James Wan, it might be. What cool. What about the Crooked Man? Because that's also coming out this year. I'm excited for that too. <sighs> Shut the fuck up. I can't wait. You're gonna be excited for no. Insidious Three also. Oh no no sorry sorry sorry. The Crooked Man. No, it's not. You made that up. No, I thought you, I didn't. Oh, because there is a Slender Man coming out. Oh yeah, Slender Man's coming out. That'll probably suck. That's more of like a, a, a back end. There has meme. to be a shitty man movie. Yeah, every... meme movie. The tall man. The Slender Man. Slender Man is cool, but no. since like mainstream found out about it, they're just he's fucking just getting milked for. Did shit. you watch the documentary on it? Uh, about those girls killing that yeah. that girl. Yeah, but it's not like a. It wasn't that good. It's not like it like it makes Slenderman creepy or real. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, you know, this is a meme guy. Slenderman is creepy and cool. Some of the games are like creepy. Yeah. But uh, the movie will probably suck. Be very basic. So a basic, basic teen. It'll be basic. Teen but whatever. YouTube Some movie. I I don't mind a couple of basic teen slime movies. Um, the nun, whatever. Yeah. But okay. The but nun and Crooked Man <clears throat> and the new Insidious are coming out, and they just keep so so for like every monster that happens in those Blumhouse movies, they just they're just spin off. Like, they deserve their own. Story. It's almost like a Marvel kind of thing. Annabelle two. They're like they're like fucking film. They need to make another Annabelle. I heard Annabelle. You're not even creation. talking about Annabelle. You're talking about Annabelle two. Yeah, right. Annabelle creation. Because already yeah. an Annabelle movie. The second Annabelle movie you're excited about. It's a the prequel. Second one. Uh, it's a prequel. Jesus fucking Christ! Look, dude. here's the thing, Brandon. Listen, I have a, a, a one of my coworkers um, where I work part time for Monster, and I only work for Monster because of this podcast um, to keep it in, keep more continuity in my life. Um, <clears throat> I have there's this kid named Young Joey. Shout out Young Joey, um, and he like is my antenna. He watches all the stupid, shitty like tween horror movies that come out and he and he reports back to me about it so i don't have to see them like happy death day or bye bye man i don't want to waste my time seeing these movies so he watches he likes them so he sees them and he gives me uh the um he gives me an uh, the inside you know, scoop. like a like a youthful excited response I, I, why, why i call him young joey he's only two years younger than me okay. but everybody that works for us now calls him young joey it's more for his youthful eagerness okay um and he, a bigger yeah, 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 vigor, yeah, exactly. Useful exactly. vigor, exactly. Um, but he he speaks very highly of Annabelle Creation. <laughs> <laughs> he also liked Bye Bye Man and, and yeah, Happy Death Day. Thing. But yeah. this is why I like him because I 
want to see this movie. Uh, I don't care about it. It's Forever Teen. How old is he? It was like a 25. He's like this shit. He's like 27. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! All right, I now no, now I'm not going to recommend on. the episode to him. Um, yeah. My my last movie that I'm looking forward to is the is tell me if you heard about this one, the Stranger sequel, Pray at Night. That looks cool. I suppose Brian Bertino is expected to return to direct. He's the same guy. Yeah, Strangers One is cool it's and better it's, than and, and it is one of the best invasion horror movies. It's a really good movie ever. A, I think very underrated. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Strangers, yeah. I think, is very looked past because of the age in horror that it came out, and it came out in a real dead zone. I remember when it when it came out in theaters, man. Me and all my my friends were excited about that, and it was good. It was really good. It was get it was better than it had any need to be. And this it, one, it, it didn't have to be that good. This one be... looks a lot more stylized. What you what have you seen a preview? Yeah, there's a whole trailer. What? Yeah, there's a whole trailer. Oh, I thought uh, it was being edgy finding that this there was a No, sequel. no. Uh, the Strangers 2, Pray at Night. Is right. what it's called. And oh, this is Pray, P-R-E-W-E-Y, people. Yeah, and yeah. you know what that means. Yeah. It's gonna, it seems people like it, dying. It seems like it has a cool kind of 80s-ish edge, which I guess people are cashing in on. Mm. But it does seem cool. It, it seems like... It, Especially, I didn't know it was the same director as before. Yeah, which gives me even more hope. And uh, he did something else that so a movie. He did a movie that me and you really liked last year. Monster, 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 the monster, right. the monster. I forgot about that. Right. Yeah, so I'm even more hopeful. He still got it. He still that was, got that it. That was an awesome horror. The monster movie. was cool. Yeah. And I haven't no. had a single person fucking talk to me about the monster. Nobody. We talked about it on our list, and we both said we hope that he does more horror movies. Yeah. And now he's doing Damn. a sequel to the movie that put him on the map. And so that's great. That's exciting. That's great. For that me. gives me even more hope. Fuck yeah. yeah. Still yeah. keep cooking. And that's why I put it after the nun because yeah. I knew you'd and be into it. And watch the monster, motherfuckers. The Jesus monster's all, Christ, yeah. Really, that. I'm talking about underrated horror. Yeah. Nobody knows about that movie. No one. Yeah. No one heard about that. It was yeah. very under the radar. Yeah. Where did it, did it go? Just right to. With it, like limited release, what the fuck? I, I, I saw know, on like dude, on demand that, cable dude. service, man. Yeah, fuck yeah, that. it got no distribution. No, um, that's I was, and so I have just one more. So okay. I'm just gonna bring it. This, this is my biggest one, um, as illustrated here by my bold font. Mm-hmm. Do you see? It's much, <laughs> oh, okay. it's much bigger. Have okay. you heard about this? No, no. What is X one 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 in Roman numerals? Is that uh, thirteen? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know that from. I play a lot of fun. Friday the. <laughs> Friday the 13th, part 13, Jason versus Jarvis in 3D. <laughs> I think I have Tommy Jarvis. They have old ass Corey Feldman. I, hope. I looked. Uh, throwing I looked. Yo-yo I looked. Face. I tried to find as much as I could. That's not real. Nothing that's not exists. Really, that's not really what they're trying it to do. It might not be no, real. No, you lied. That's a lie. No, I no, saw I this was on a list. No, I found this. No, 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 no. No if way. It, listen. Listen, I, I heard if a the, Friday the 13th movie came out, okay. it would be the 13th movie. Okay, yes, yes. But they're going to put it in 3D and make it <laughs> Jason versus Jarvis. This is the best movie title in the history of horror <laughs> cinema. <laughs> there's there's nothing. <laughs> they, they think <laughs> releasing Halloween on Halloween is edgy? Like, it was like, How oh, about Friday the 13th part 13, Jason versus Jarvis in 3D? Oh, Jason's going to fight the digital butler from it's the Iron 13D. Man. It's in 13D. No, it's... Okay, no. So I've heard people talking about like maybe trying to do another part of the turn th- oh, thirteenth so movie or, so re- wrong. or reboot it. We talked but, about it. We talked like, about the found footage. They had they started a found footage Friday Thirteenth. They they bailed on it's it. It's all talks. It's nowhere near having the title of Friday the Thirteenth. I found this on a list on one <laughs> horror versus, movie blog. Jason vs. Jarvis. Three D. That's the least. That's the least marketable. Mo- it sounds like he's gonna fight a butler. 
like no one like you have to watch <laughs> or the robot interstellar yeah you Jarvis, are you sure yeah, we're not a, in a k-hole it's, it's the name of the robot in iron man too and it's the name of the ro- of the butler i think in uh tomb raider it, it's it, if you watch all of the movies you know tommy jarvis but you might even forget about him because there's so much more movies that don't have <laughs> no 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 hold, like, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on if, you, if you have watched the Jarvis. Friday 13th and you forgot who Tommy Jarvis is, then you're not into Friday 13th. He's in three out of... He's Tom, in the, the, three, <laughs> the three best 12 movies. Twelve of them. Two of them are two of the best movies. Two of them. The, one, the other one's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the mental is a t-shirt. He's a different actor yeah. in every one. Yeah, like, who's yeah. going to be? <laughs> yeah. It just, just broke. I, I want, I want, I want a CGI-aged Corey Feldman. <laughs> yeah, CGI He's That's alive. He's got a yeah. beard. <laughs> he's alive, but he's too broken to ever act. Can you, can you imagine? <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Two, two more, two more. I want to talk about. I'm all. That's it for me. It doesn't get. It doesn't get okay, more exciting. Here's though. one thing that is interesting that uh, kind of talks about. What we talk about with X Men the new the new mutants movie is a horror I, movie. I thought it was going to be a, like a Netflix thing. Nope. Uh, uh, I think another thing is being a Netflix thing. But then the, the yeah. New Mutants, I forget who's directing it, but if someone of note, um, if you could look that up, I would that be very helpful. It, the, but it, it is an X-Men horror movie. The New Mutants are great. Uh, yeah, I love the th- comic This books. is slated for 2019, and it's... Um, it says... Anna April, Taylor says, Joy, says, Joy, our a- girl from a- The Witch. It says April 13th, 2018. The, the, on IMDb, it this is um, 2019. I don't think so. There's only a trailer. Five so, young yeah, mutants just April. discovering their ability. It's this year, not 2019. Don't listen to that. Uh, yeah, I mean, IMDb is a POS a lot of the time. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but it is... So go uh, on. This is... Tr- Maisie Williams? That's the Game of Thrones girl. Yeah, yeah. They're good. Yeah, they're good actors in it. Okay. Uh, and it, it, what is strange to me is... Yeah, Happy is, Anderson. Yeah, it's trying to make people who have powers... Uh, feel like they're threatened to make a horror movie with people who have superpowers is yeah. kind of strange it's an interesting idea so i want to see how they pull it off is it going to be uh, rated r is the question i mm, maybe not but i guess it doesn't really need to be but i don't know i'm interested in it i don't know if it's yeah. gonna be good right. but i love the new mutants uh okay. i'm talking about this one for a while uh mom and dad nicholas cage oh yeah a parent where they want to murder you talk you talk yes yeah, i've talked awesome. about this a bunch of times yeah and it said this year, but it's actually coming out. Well, it says January nineteenth, so it could be out this week, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Who knows? Uh, third one is Unsane because I've uh, Steven Soderbergh. The past couple of years has become one of my favorite directors of all time. Uh, uh, Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Did, uh, my favorite ones: Contagion, uh, Side Effects, the show, The Nick. Uh, Are these I, all just about movies about um, small um, hospital surgeries? They are all kind of hospital based. Doesn't sound like my they are. They thing. are. They are kind of. Uh, one is mental health, and the other two aren't. One yeah. is directly hospital. But I'm the other on one that. is about a really. Disease. Soderbergh is your favorite director? No, but he's become one of my favorites. What is what I'm saying? I it think sounds like the, he just the movie directs. They, thriller versions of Scrubs. Yeah, he does very thrillery. I know uh, you stuff. love Scrubs. He, the man knows how to pace a movie in a very tense and productive mm. way. I think he's overrated. I disagree. Have you seen Side Effect? <clears throat> no. Have you watched Contagion? No. Have you seen The Nick? Um, do you know why I haven't seen any of these movies? 
Why? Because you're tainted by his fast work? Because I don't like Soderbergh. I think you need to give him another shot. I think in the past, like, uh, like six years, he, I think he's really come into his own. I'll give him a shot, directing. sure. Yeah. Watch Contagion and watch especially You really Sada. like Contagion? So, yeah, it's great. I think it's great. Oh, is, it a, yeah. is it a movie about people that get sick and the world ends? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Cool. Yeah. Never heard of that. Yeah. That sounds uh, fun. But the world doesn't end, but it's just about like, Andy Serkis, a fucking chimpanzee. He it? plays a disease. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oi, my evil <laughs> yeah. blood cell. Yeah. yeah, he's a white blood He's an evil Oi, blood cell. this time... I'm an amoebic white blood shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Except I got a human face. Yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah. I, all right, what? Nah, I'm not gonna watch those, man. They sound shitty. Just watch side effects at least. It's on Netflix and it's very good. It's more. It's. More I, I've a, got some of your other fucking. It's more uh, of a recommendations from you on here. I'm gonna be watching. Watch before side I watch effects. Any, Just no. watch side effects, please. It's so good. I gotta see I Tanya and Blood Run, Blood Blade Runner and Blood Blood Rummy. Runner 2049. <laughs> and get lost. But there are there are tons of uh, quiet ones. Another purge. Yeah, another purge. Halloween. Uh, we talked about that. Um, it's hot. What, so, what's your most anticipated number one for you? Is it Meg? Uh, no. Like I said, probably probably mom and dad or. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Or Halloween. Halloween really. Yeah. There's a movie called Slice. Uh, oh, how, how about the split sequel? Is that slated for 2018 or 2019? Um, 2019, I think. Hmm. Also, the Suspiria remake, they said maybe will come out this year, but that may be one that'll be hmm. slated for later. Um, I thought it like... Okay. But it's another Italian director in... Uh, Tom 20, y- Tom 2018 y- is what Tom York is claiming that he's going to put the Goblin soundtrack to shame. Uh, it, Tom York's doing this, the soundtrack? Yeah. Awesome. Which is cool. I, I do love Tom York, but... That's such a big part of the movie. He's never, it, but he's hard. never, he's never scored a movie before, has he? He's someone who probably should have a long time ago. You know who my favorite? You know film, what I mean? You know who my like, favorite film composer is, other than John Carpenter? Trent Reznor, Johnny Greenwood. Yeah, you know Johnny Greenwood is the guitarist from Radiohead. He did. Yeah. He does every Paul okay. Anderson movie. Oh yeah, There Will Be Blood, the new one, Phantom Thread. But I, I see. I, I would be so excited to see I, a movie. I, that I Tom see Tom York scoring movies the same way, like kind of like Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross do. Came same kind of style. Like yeah, uh, I love it. I, where, I love where, that uh, well, They make a movie like Gone Girl that's yeah, like just like Ben Affleck fodder. Yeah. Interesting. Because that he, movie was a piece of th- shit. Their, other sco- than their the music. scores already sound like kind of like The Eraser by Tom York, like his solo <laughs> album stuff. How like, good they, is The Eraser? They're very similar. The Eraser is a master. To that kind of, of stuff. An album. So if he did like that, it, the Eraser is a cool album, underrated. Al- Algebra. That's the um, that's the credit music for the Prestige. Oh, oh, really? Uh, Tom York. Yeah. Nice. Christopher Nolan's a huge Radiohead fan. Oh yeah. Um. So so we'll see. It, that's big shoes to fill. I know you don't have the same connection to Suspiria. Why? Well, we still got to uh, watch it because we've do. been talking about doing this episode forever, but it has never come out. We should we should figure out what to marry it with. Because well, we got to do it with the new the one. The new yeah. one won't come. Oh, out. maybe too. Yeah, maybe we'll just wait for the new one to come out and do both of them. No, I I, I want to see it, but you should. It's it's something. I will. I I I definitely want to. I mean, this the score alone by Goblin is something I'm very interested in. It's visually just. It's just a, a fucking feast. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about it so much. It, 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 it's um, it's um, it, I'm just waiting for when we're gonna decide for the episode to do it for me to watch it. Hey, who knows? We talked Maybe about we'll, we were, well. We did the witch episode, the uh, glucose 
um, glucose magic, glucose, glucose magic, magic one. Yeah. yeah. Um, we talked about it. We we had a few different witch movies, and I did put it on like falling asleep one night, and I just remember falling asleep with these like flashes of like green and purple, and, like a very vibrant movie, and it was really cool. I fell asleep out of you know exhaustion, not disinterest. Yeah. So I I I, I will watch it, and I do want to do an episode on it. it. It might be the most visually striking movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I've heard that. From, and, and, I've heard that before. And, like a. Uh, in audioly too, like is that a word? Is that even... Audioly? Audioly? No. Yeah. You can say like audio wise. Audio wise. Musically yeah. is a word yeah. that people choose to use. Yeah, musically, I guess. Musicish. Sound wise. Score wise. Yeah. Sound wise. Sound wise. I'll say that. Soundish. Yeah, soundish. <laughs> we'll we'll land on scoreish. Scoreish. That yeah. sounds perfect. Yeah, uh, scoreish. It's uh, goblin. It's an overriding theme that pervades through the entire film, and it is so unsettling, but also mm. amazing and addictive to listen to. And it's such a movie for the senses beyond just what it is as a movie. Yeah. To even just see, like, for what it is as a movie, I think it's almost backseat to what you're you're watching and you're hearing. Right. It but not very to much say like what's it, happening isn't good. Right. But, yeah, I know. Damn, mean. it's something. It seems like a Stanley Kubrick kind of thing, where like, yeah. it, it's image and visual mashed up in a way that's yeah, not it, a traditional kind of movie. It's a, like a it's a lot pairing of image and visual. Yeah. It's a lot. Or it's a lot that's good, but it's a lot that's good. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll do an episode on it. Suspiria something. So we'll see. A big <clears throat> shoes to fill. It's weird to try to bring. Man, that you movie know, into the, 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 we're looking to, at this to li- bring it to a new age of people. That's I don't the thing. understand this I, list we've got here. Like there yeah. are some pretty ambitious horror movies yeah. that are. If these are actually gonna, Halloween, Predator, Nosferatu, yeah, Suspiria. So, yeah, these uh, are these are big shoes to fill. Yeah, especially Nosferatu and Suspiria too. Even after the Nosferatu has already tried to be remade and failed. Right. With Werner fucking Harrison. Right. 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 So you hope you just hope know. that people. That's why I think we're excited about the Danny McBride Halloween. You hope that these new directors approach these. You've got to be a, a student of the game. You've got to have an appreciation to, to do this shit. You can't just bring in Mick G and, and have you also have to a have a movie just because of, to do it. You also have to have the people behind you, which I think yeah, is why good, this is a good time yeah. for horror. Like people, are, you know, I think the studios are finally kind of wise. Like this is like the time. Yeah. You know the time. The is golden. Nine. We're still in the golden age. We said it last year. This episode yeah. last year. Nothing's cha- just because it. I was a little it. bit less enthusiastic about my list last year. But it, I, I'm in no way discouraged. We, that, tr- we really did that. Call we it. are. We th- said th- this, this year, golden age of horror it's, continues. It's happening. it's happening and it's continuing to happen. It's real. Yeah, it's real. This, I don't think it's an argument. I think the, the two Steve, biggest I think, movies of this. I think the, the Stephen the Stephen King um, yeah. resurgence is like proof of that, man. Yeah. Like the master of horror, like the fact that he that we're getting more movies out of that source material than ever, just speaks to the fact that filmmakers are fucking just more willing to just tap scrambling. into the the good yeah. shit. And they're good too. The ones they made yeah. for just from the source art from being a Stephen King thing alone. Gerald's, well, three, ga- three, Gerald's three, game three is the best shitty three movie of, of the year. Good. <laughs> Gerald's game is the best shitty movie of the year. Yeah, I mean it's not shitty. It's low budget, but it's like good. It's a, it's a simple plot. It's parts of it that are shitty. Well, it's not a simple plot. It's a simple setting. D- you good, know what I mean? Good degloving. Yeah, yeah, love a good degloving. Gross. Um, anything else, man? Any other? We I think we touched on all the most anticipated, right? Uh, no, I mean all I'll say is that I mean I'm not super excited for this year, but ev- but every no but, what? 
Halloween and Meg, dude. Well, see, we got some good ones. We got some good ones. But what always ends up being the most important to me is things that I don't know about in the beginning. Things that aren't getting hype. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, the, uh, like this year, there'll probably be something something out of Europe, something out of Korea that's yeah. going to fucking get Something me. that's not that, on that, our radar yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, something that's just absolutely not there. Maybe something that just goes directly to Netflix. Yeah. Right, something, right, right. Something, think weird things for horror come out that I always end up liking. Then I like get excited. I get more surprised. Yeah. Horror is such a left field genre. Yeah, I get more By surprised nature. than excited. Well, that about is, stuff is that not what horror movies are? Yeah, yeah. Is absolutely. it not just left field shit coming at you? I did not expect this shit to fuck with me like it did. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. good horror is, and I think that's what horror movies are too. Yeah. And a lot of stuff outside the United States. Keep your fucking yeah. Minds open to that Every stuff. movie we've mentioned today on my list, none of it. These are all American movies. You know why? I I couldn't find any info on any Korean horror movies coming out because it's yeah. probably just shit that Americans don't have their radar. On. Yeah, there's we'll hear about them when they come to Netflix, there's, and they'll be better than all the American well, horror. Yeah, movies when I searched about out. the ones last year, there's one called Kuso to K U S O. That I don't know if it's Japanese, Korean, but. Yeah, but Kuso it was very high rated. Yeah, Nakuso. K U S O. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I bet this year probably two good, very good Korean yeah. horrors come out, and maybe two European horrors come out that are very good, and then maybe we'll even it out about ten very good horrors. But well, I, I mean, consider about Netflix movies that don't have the um, pre-production hype of Hollywood movies. It's true. These Netflix but, movies just drop, and you've never heard about them, and they but, might be stupid, and they might be amazing. But you got to figure right now, for this year, for what we called it for, for the rising point to this, yeah. it and Get Out yep. were such high fucking grossing movies versus what they're made. And that's why they it, were my number two and one, because of what they meant to horror yeah. cinema. So they, 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 were, they marked a leap forward. They created so much versus everything else even like backing it up and stuff like that. So right now is yeah. when people are really scrambling. So for us to see the results of this will maybe be in this year, but probably mostly 2019. I think 2018 yeah. will be a good year, but 2019 I think is going to be a very, very ambitious But you're basing that year. off the fact that movies that are slated to come out in 2018 will get delayed. Yeah, well, no, not necessarily. <laughs> I don't not dis- necessarily. I don't disagree with that. Uh, but I, I think uh, things are in the works now, and it takes too much time. You don't, uh, do you, do you I, honestly I, I not think, think that Meg is going to come out? This year. No, I think twenty. I think Meg will come out this year. I think it's been. Yeah, it's been. I think Me- it has I, to come Meg out and Halloween year. are coming out. I'm gonna call this right now. And when we review them on our podcast in 2018, let's remember that I called this. Halloween and Meg are coming out this year. Uh, so bold! What? How brave of you! I <clears throat> thank you. Um, I also want to say that I think Oprah should be president because she's cooler than Guillermo <laughs> del Toro and better at giving speeches. All right, but yeah, all right. We'll end. But I will. Like I said, I let's will, end with that. I will say, Oprah. yeah, 2018. Will be okay, but twenty nineteen. I don't know how it will be, but it will be a very, very heavy and ambitious year for horror. It's a bold prediction, and the only reason I will disagree with you is because of a movie coming out twenty eighteen called Friday the Thirteenth Part Thirteen: Jason versus Jarvis <laughs> in three D. Yeah, be there, be there for when uh, that movie Jason, comes out. That will be the year. You know what? I I heard they're just gonna cut out the Friday the Thirteenth in general. It's just gonna be Jason versus Jarvis, and no, everyone. No. This is the Thirteenth movie. Everyone's gonna know. This is Friday the Thirteenth. The Thirteenth. It's, it's just gonna say Thirteen X. It's not gonna say Thirteen. It'll say X I I. No problem. I, cool with me. Jason versus Jarvis. Cool. Then everyone will know what they're talking about. They're gonna Fine. call it Friday the. 
Cut it out. I don't know. I, it's I just get, 13 I get it. Now. They don't need that. It's just 13 it. now. Just the yeah. Just 13. Yeah. Oh, God. Please don't. Edgy. Okay. Um, this good episode. Fun, we, we, this we, was fun. This went um, nice and short, just like um, we yeah, both we wanted. wanted to be short. And we, we, we went. Really short. We got really carried away. <sighs> it was fun, though. It was a good one. I, this is always the, the, the second year running. One, one of my favorite episodes to do, the top 10. We'll do it every episode now. <laughs> just the top 10 of the <laughs> yeah. year every episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with hey, it. what do you think about stuff that's gonna come up? Oh man, not excited. We'll watch anything. We'll just, yeah. you know, create anticipation. Just um, no, it, it was fun. And seriously, thank you everybody to that's been listening. And if you've listened this whole episode, you've obviously been on a very long ride. Yeah, we've had a ton of new listeners. Uh, so thank you for listening to this. Uh, usually we talk about movies. Usually, um, mostly. Yeah, I don't know what happened to this one. Not a lot of movies in this one. Huh? No. Yeah, ne- next one will fit in more movies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But uh, thank you. Yeah, like and review. Yes, subscribe. I love you. Love you too. Stay spooky. Oh, you're talking to fans. I love you guys mm. too. Bye.